Joe Mixon could still be released. This man right here, Joe Mixon, still could be released in 2023. There's a, a there was a lot of this getting kicked around news wires back. I'd say like well over a month ago, and and then they kind of the the rumors subsided. The 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 Mixon uh, departure didn't seem quite as likely. But now we're seeing reports as of today that suggest that if he doesn't accept a, a pretty substantial pay cut, Joe Mixon might be out of Cincinnati, which means that Chase Brown's season either gets kicked into full gear or potentially the Bengals maybe kick around some sort of trade discussion. There are still running backs that could be moved. Austin Eckler is a player that has been been mentioned before. I don't know that that happens. I don't. I, I think that probably doesn't happen. But Derrick Henry's been in trade uh, uh, buzz, you know, all offseason long, and then that died down. There haven't been any potential trade partners for anybody, any good landing spots, any contending teams looking for those guys. So the the rumors have subsided, and, and they probably none of these none of these players probably land in Cincinnati. We probably see a Zeke Elliott, a Leonard Fournette a potential Dalvin Cook, which would change the landscape in Cincinnati, which could be a, a difference maker. Like Dalvin Cook, you know, you put that flak jacket on him. He, he again, I always say King Touch Shoulder is probably in better shape than, than uh, Dalvin Cook's, but you put him in Cincinnati for 12 games, 14 games. He misses some games, probably. He's getting older. The wear and tear is heavy. It's crazy. But Dalvin Cook and Cincy would do pretty well. We have to kick around all these ideas and the likelihood that Mixon doesn't take said pay cut. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So Dalvin Dalvin Cook is is still somebody we expect to land somewhere somewhere, and I think that he's definitely somebody we would potentially you know be looking at as far as a a a, a running back the Bengals would be going after if they did release Mixon. And Mixon says I'm not taking a pay cut, and the pay cut we don't know what what degree they what uh, what level they would want him to cut down to, but. cap hit is quite heavy for a running back that's kind of deteriorating before our very eyes. Mixon's not the same running back he was two years ago. And there's been a huge bump in ADP for Mixon walking into the... By the way, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. All you dads out there, happy Father's Day. I'm sorry I didn't say that to kick off the show. We got... This is a live show. And then we do have Ron Navy first in the building. Ron, appreciate you being here. Max in the building, Big O, Melvin, uh, True Penguin, uh, Duvall, Zach, Blackbeard, who I believe had a birthday the other day, TMT in the building, uh, Lupo, Mendez, Smooth Criminal, D Philly in the house, Yusuf, appreciate you all. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, I I I think Mixon's gonna be pressured to take a pay cut. I'd say this feels very 50-50 to me that Mixon doesn't do what he needs to do in order to stay on the roster. I think Mixon, I, I wouldn't say I know too much about how smart Mixon is, but if he's smart enough, I think he's going to look at Dalvin Cook 
in, in the situation that he's probably looking at very low money amounts heading his way, very, very bad landing spots heading his way. Hopkins staring a bunch of mediocrity in the face. Hopkins not getting the amount of money he wants. And if Mixon's smart, and and some would say he isn't the way he conducts himself off the field sometimes. And and you can come at me if you want on that, but Mixon has proven time and time again that there are and some will say that he wasn't involved in this or wasn't involved in that. The man brandished a, a weapon in a in a road rage incident recently. And and charges were dropped, then they were picked up again. He he leveled a a, a woman in college in in what looks like a food court, whatever. The video footage of that made Mixon undraftable to 31 teams in the National Football League. At least 30 of them said they were writing Mixon off their board. So, yeah, he stayed out of trouble for a while. But this is a, a player that I would I would say I'm not that I'm not I'm not going out on a limb by saying that I question some of his decision making, but Mixon if he's smart when it comes to his contract and his future in the NFL, he will look at Hopkins and say to himself, "Am I a better commodity?" than DeAndre Hopkins? And the answer to that is no. Uh, an absolute hell no. He's not a better commodity than Hopkins. Hopkins can't find what he wants. I'm not saying Hopkins won't land in a good spot, won't get money that's pretty decent, but Hopkins is not getting uh, wined and dined to the level we thought he would be. So if Mixon can even knock his number down to a what would be kind of like a kick to the face, a kick to the nads for him, a kick to the stomach, uh, kind of a disrespectful, let's take away some of your money if you want to play here. I mean, no one likes taking a pay cut. V- very few people are okay saying, I'll take a pay cut and, and I want to stay. People are very prideful. And Mixon might be very prideful. But Mixon might also say, I'm looking at a lot of trouble off the field. I don't know if a team's going to take a gamble on me if if I end up, I've got this, the potential Chargers still against me for this situation. I had a a, a, a shooting at my house, which he was not, reportedly there but then all the other history he comes with he could be looking at literally no team coming to his door and so taking a pay cut to the level of a contract that's likely higher than anything he'd see out on the open market makes me think he will I think say yeah what, what are we cutting it down to can we go here can we go here can we do something up front can we can we restructure the contract give me something up front and I'll lower the amount Something like that that makes him feel like he's getting a, a W, you know, by getting some 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 converted signing bonus money somehow, but a lower number. I, I don't know how it's going to work out, but the Bengals need to give Joe Burrow a contract. That is the, the thing on the front burner for the Bengals. They need to take care of Joe Burrow. It's going to happen in the offseason. Joe Burrow is going to be the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League, the highest paid player in the National Football League. It's going to be a $500 million deal if he ends up doing one of those long ones. Or he could do a shorter, not Patrick Mahomes type deal. And, and it and is team friendly. The, the, the more you can extend it out, like Mahomes' 10-year contract is locking him up till he's 75 years old. That is going to be more team friendly at the end of the day, and you can keep kicking things down the road and restructuring, and it gives you a lot of flexibility to restructure as you head down, you know, downstream. A shorter contract is going to be more player friendly. It's also going to give the player another chance to kind of swoop in three, four years from now when the salary cap goes up about 18 to 20% every two years at least. 
and then you have you have you know you have Burrow getting an even bigger payday than he could possibly imagine today. It seems like oh this is amazing. I'll take this huge payday. But two years from now, Joe Burrow is going to be fourth or fifth on the quarterback, fifth, sixth, who knows, on the quarterback uh, 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 salary list. It, just the way things roll. Probably not in two, three years, but but in four years, let's say four or five years, it definitely won't look the same. Um, every year it goes up. So Joe Burrow, we'll see what kind of deal he signs. Doesn't seem to be a greedy man to me. He might take a more team-friendly deal and say, look, I'm getting paid plenty. And I'm going to be the highest paid player in this moment in time. Who cares if it doesn't last eight years? You know, Who cares if somebody takes my 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 king, my throne in two, three years from now being the highest paid player in the, in the National Football League? But point is, they need to sign him. This is part of that. Free up some money. Let's go ahead and take care of Joe Burrow. T. Higgins also needs to be signed. And T. Higgins definitely will be taken care of eventually, I, I think, um, in the offseason. But probably not this season. Which could put him in jeopardy depending on... You know, I'll take that back. I'll say that Charlie Jones's development, this, this kid that led the nation in receptions with 110 receptions, I believe. Charlie Jones... And, and, and Scott Hansen came on and said it was his favorite breakout, which was, it's, it's really cool to hear that name come out of Scott Hansen's mouth because that's a deep call to a lot of people. It's not a deep call when you look at the numbers. The numbers tell you Charlie Jones competed with all the wide receivers in the entire nation and, and was the number one reception getter. He, he was in the top five in yardage and touchdowns and really fought with Tank Dell to be the number one receiver in the nation statistically. Tank Dell was number one in yards, number one in touchdowns, and number two only behind Charlie Jones in receptions. So, yeah, I take back my T. Higgins, I think, eventually gets taken care of. I don't know if he does, because T. Higgins will be asking for Jamar Chase equivalent money. He want he wants to get paid what Jamar Chase would be getting paid if Jamar was getting his contract extension right now. And I just don't know that T. Higgins is going to be a worth it even though I like him a lot. Can he stay healthy? I don't know if he will. If he gets banged up and hurt, maybe he will understand his market isn't quite there. I had a bad year in 2023. Knock on wood, we hope he doesn't get injured. Um, but these are all things we have to think about when it comes to, uh, thank you for the super chat, Russian collusion in the house. These are all things we have to think about when we when we try and look ahead, especially in Dynasty with Joe Burrow, with T. Higgins. When you make a trade for T. Higgins, when you make a, a draft selection in a dynasty league for Jamar Chase, knowing what's going to be in store for the wide receiver room two years from now, I think Charlie Jones has something to prove. And maybe, depending on how good he looks, maybe maybe Higgins isn't retained. But this is not about that right now. This is about Joe Mixon. What happens if Joe Mixon stays? Let me tell you something. I almost feel like if the Bengals went out and got Dalvin Cook... That would be worse for, for for Chase Brown than the retention of Mixon. If we like Chase Brown as much as I believe you all do, because I know, I know I do. If we collectively like Chase Brown as much as I believe we all do, we want an, an ailing, aging, um, getting older, mileage is piling up, looking less efficient by the minute, running back in Chase Brown's way. We don't want a Dalvin Cook who has probably... Even if he doesn't have a full season left, he will be elite whenever he's on the field. I feel like Cook is one year ahead of Mixon. Cook will be in Mixon's shoes 
one calendar year from today. Just like Mixon was pretty decent at times last year and the year prior, there was there was things to like about Mixon. He had that huge big game. People overvalued him. Then he fell flat again. There, there. I believe Cook is going to look similar at times, play a little bit better overall than Mixon did last year, but walk out of 2023 similar, where we're like, yeah, he's done, he's done. Mixon is not somebody I've drafted one time on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Not one time have I drafted Joe Mixon out of the hundreds and hundreds of fantasy football best ball drafts. Code Smitty, they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. That link is in the description. Guys, we draft on Underdog Fantasy using promo code Smitty. This link inserts promo code Smitty for you. We draft literally every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and usually Tuesdays as well. I've never, never, ever drafted Joe Mixon across hundreds and hundreds of drafts. I won't. I refuse to. And his ADP has been climbing to a ridiculous height. And for some reason, I don't know if it's the underdog, the the uh, uh, just wanting to root for the, the guy that everybody's doubting. It's the, the conservative Caleb. It's not the looking forward Freddie that knows what, you know, what's coming. This is the, these are the, the lazy fantasy football takes to say, oh, Mixon's going to be great. He's going to be a steal. You watch. Mixon's not a steal. The Bengals know it. We know it. We watched him play. This guy's been hitting eight-man fronts for a living for years, waiting for this Bengal team to become the Bengal team that they are today with the good offensive line finally walking into 2023. Thank God. he's He's been abused waiting for this day. Unfortunately, the day has come where, where everything, the stars are aligning for the offense and the offensive line that he's not, he's not what he used to be. Unfortunately, he can't partake in said new Bengal offensive line regime look feel and and efficiency that is probably going to be chase brown but if let's say mixon does get cut and the Bengals go after zeke then similar zeke mixon not going to hold off chase brown at the end of the day come week eight nine ten chase brown is very much in the same bucket as a walker last year not going to do as much as you want him to do early on people that draft chase brown thinking, oh, I'm going to get this steal Smitty's been talking about. And then nothing happens in week one. He doesn't get a single carry. Maybe he gets two, three, four carries by week number two. And then you jump off the ship, you cut him, and then you say, that was a bad call. Damian Pierce didn't do what we thought he'd do early on in the season. Week one, people cut him. That was the worst advice, Smitty, I've ever seen. Damian Pierce, what a bad call. People are so reactive it happens every single year it's going to happen this year it's going to happen next year it's going to happen in 10 years every single year about 15 percent of the people watching will have a knee-jerk reaction in quarter one quarter two definitely by the end of of week one we're going to have people jumping off the chase brown train and he will be back on the ad drop list for week number one or coming out of week one heading into week two because somebody's gonna drop him and it might be the the later updated version of the ad drop because people would drop him the first waves of of ad drops so we're gonna have to talk about this all thursday friday saturday smitty chase brown was dropped in my league should i pick him up chase brown uh was dropped in my league smitty should i pick him up and the answer will probably be yes because unless they solve this problem with Dalvin Cook, 
the, the Bengals or trade for Derrick Henry or trade for Austin Eckler. Uh, Eckler was very much linked to the Bengals for a while. That still could get kick-started kick again. Eckler's not super happy about his situation. Could Eckler sign uh, or, or, I mean, get traded after signing his little little baby bump? Uh, 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 you could call it a raise, a little, you know, small little incentive raise that he was given in a restructure as a way of saying thank you. Could he still get traded? I suppose he could. I don't think he will. I don't think Henry... Henry's more likely to get traded than Austin Eckler because I believe that the Chargers believe that they're going to have an amazing year. And if the Chargers traded away Austin Eckler, Herbert would be nowhere near where I have him ranked now. And I have a lot of people tell me they have a problem with where I rank Herbert right now. If he lost Austin Eckler, I wouldn't I wouldn't be even close to what some of you where some of you have Herbert walking into this year. But likely chance of him getting traded out of of a Chargers uniform, I would say slim to none at this point. Anything can change. Anything can get kickstarted. Any kind of trade can go down that we don't expect. It takes somebody that makes a decision that we don't hear a whole lot about. Uh, start brewing up, you know, th- that that kind of that kind of thing, and, th- and they execute a trade that we we had no idea was coming. Tyreek Hill getting traded was very shocking. Devontae Adams was was pretty shocking when the, when that went down. So if anybody believes Christian McCaffrey actually getting traded to San Francisco was a big shock, if anybody thinks that something can't come out of nowhere or that someone's a moron for not seeing it coming, that's not the case. The NFL is is very. Very strange how a lot of things don't happen that you think should, and a lot of things happen that you don't think could. And so, I would say those slim to none chance Eckler gets traded, um, but that was certainly a possibility months ago, so you can't rule it out as a 0% type of thing. Henry's a little more likely to get traded, but I still think Tennessee probably wouldn't get what they want, and Tennessee probably is a little bit, I would say... Uh, oblivious to their chances of doing anything this year, and maybe they still think they'd rather you know ride that train into the into the ground. But but Henry's certainly more of a likelihood than than Austin Eckler. If none of those things happen, though, if Dalvin Cook, who I think would be do well in Cincinnati, probably would take the job right away over Chase Brown. Who knows how long he could stay healthy? But aside from those three options that are, that are the most likely, that would be Dalvin Cook signs with the Bengals or. Or Henry or Eckler, very unlikely trades to the Bengals. Mixon staying is a good thing. Mixon staying is a good thing. We got a, we got a, we got a couple of super chats coming in. First of all, Denny dropped this twenty dollar hauler right here, and and Collusion also dropped a five dollar hauler on screen. Let's hit the let's hit the uh, let's hit the, we, we 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 got this going. Alert! Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. I want to thank uh, Denny for dropping that 20. I want to thank Russian for dropping his uh, first super chat here of the of the day here. Smitty, uh, first thing, happy Father's Day. Second, you see Diggs is upset because he was not involved um, in play calling. Haha, sit your Haha, sit your A minus on the bench. Oh, sit your A ass on the bench. I see what you're saying. You can you can put that in the chat, I think. I don't know if I don't know if the I thought you were talking about his grading is uh his play. Sit your ass on the bench. 
says Collusion. I yeah, that's not he's not sitting anywhere, but I don't know what Diggs' problem is. I don't know what Diggs' problem is. Collusion, thank you for dropping that super chat. Denny dropped a super chat. I don't see a question from Denny, but we certainly appreciate appreciate Denny. And Denny, uh Denny says happy Father's Day. Thank you, Denny, for dropping that super chat. Uh Dig Diggs ain't sitting anywhere, but Diggs is a a, a, a diva that is probably, in my opinion, um, not in the best mental state walking into the 2023 season. And there's something, there's some concern about that. There's some concern that maybe he's not where he needs to be. Some people can flourish under those circumstances and play better than they've ever played before with a lot of drama around them. Diggs, I, I venture to say, probably not as likely with a wide, re- wide receiver because he doesn't control his own destiny like, let's say, a quarterback who has the ball in his hands. We're talking about a wide receiver that's pissing off everybody around him, including the play-calling situations, the coaching staff, the brass, Josh Allen. And so Diggs being in a bad mood, not being focused, uh, while I know Collusion's kidding about sit your ass on the bench, he says, it still could put him in a position where he's not getting all the play calls dialed up that he normally would or being trusted near the goal line if Kincaid's, you know, gaining the trust of Josh Allen. I'm not saying to a big, 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 huge degree, but if anybody expects Diggs to have his best season ever when his mind's not right, I know that can it can happen. Players with their mind not right can still ball out. Some unique individuals out there thrive under adversity and chaos, but I would venture to say the odds of an el- the most elite season he could produce being the best he could be decrease, which is why I take Garrett Wilson still over Diggs off the drama that Diggs is brewing up in, in Buffalo. And then we got TMT dropping a $20 holiday. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. Look at that, man. Look at that man, TMT, dropping a wad on screen. Uh, TMT says, Smitty, happy Father's Day. You're the best in the business. Appreciate you, TMT, for dropping that. Appreciate Denny for dropping that. Appreciate Collusion for dropping his super chat. Uh, Poison in the locker room, says Ron Navy. I believe that's true. Diggs is poison in the locker room. Paul dropping a super chat. Just tuned in. Uh, quick recap. I can't recap the show, pal. We just did it. But Paul, Mixon, uh, Mixon, uh, you know, has to take a pay cut. I mean, if I had to sum it up in one sentence, Mixon has to take a pay cut or they will release him. That's that's what we're hearing anyway. And they're not afraid to release him because he's, he's a shell of himself. And his ADP is out of control. So it's either going to be Dalvin Cook, which is a, a great option, or maybe Zeke Fournette, someone like that, heads over, and I'm not worried about that player holding off Chase Brown in time, but Chase Brown must be a patient play. You cannot approach Chase Brown as that type of player that, that you give up on after two weeks of not getting any work because he's not that player that's coming out the door. You know what I'm saying? So Chase Brown is a patient play. He's still good whether Mixon's there or not because Mixon's a shell of, shell of himself. If Mixon doesn't get cut, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because guess what? Mixon's a shell of himself and Chase Brown is a big boy 
that's going to potentially come for that job no matter what. The only time Chase Brown gets stepped on, whether Mixon's cut or not, whether Zeke signed if Mixon gets cut, whether Fournette signed if, if Mixon gets cut, whether Kareem Hunt gets signed, whether Mixon gets cut. Mixon getting cut and those guys I just named getting signed are no different. It's all the same. Don't worry about Chase Brown, but he is a long play, a patient play, not doing much in week one unless... You know, he does some kind of crazy impressive things early on and gains the job somehow, which is possible, but just not likely. So it's a patient play. Plan on it being a patient play. Chase Brown is a very, very late pick you don't need to worry about grabbing early on, okay? Um, Henry, Eckler, Dalvin Cook. Eckler being very unlikely chance of getting traded to the, the Bengals, but the Bengals were the one team... He was being tied to the most, so you have to consider it, but not likely. And if they traded him, their season would not be even remotely as productive. It would be a very dumb move by the by the Chargers to trade Eckler in this upcoming season. But it's possible. It depends on what, what they get. depends on what they do. depends on what Moore wants to do. There's a whole lot of moving parts to that, but unlikely. Henry, more likely to get traded, but still kind of, I think, unlikely at this point. But anything's possible. The Bengals... Probably, if they're in the business of cutting the fat around the running back position because they're going all in on the on the passing attack, Joe Burrow's extension may be giving T. Higgins his. I think the last thing they want to do is bring in Derrick Henry and his contract and everything like that. So that's what makes me think it's a very cheap Dalvin Cook, a very cheap Mixon, meaning he takes a pay cut, or they bring in a very cheap replacement for Mixon and they ride the future train, the big dog, Chase Brown, who I think is very undervalued walking into this 2023 fantasy football season. Uh, Mixon to the Cowboys, that wouldn't worry me too much at all with Dalvin, with uh, with uh, Tony Pollard. So I, I look, I anybody the the Cowboys bring in is going to cause a panic attack and panic chamber episode that will shoot down for Tony Pollard, and I can't wait for it. I hope Tony Pollard's value gets driven into the ground by some Zeke Elliott return or something like that i hope it does i hope it does i would rather zeke elliott return to dallas if it made pollard a mid third round pick versus zeke elliott not go to dallas and you have to pay a mid second round pick because zeke elliott's a non-factor to me at the end of the day and somebody's got to take a little bit of the workload anyway whether it's deuce vaughn malik davis whoever zeke won't affect that the only thing zeke will do is make pollard one third cheaper uh, Denny, appreciate your, your super chat. Uh, Denny and Scuba Steve, you're both on the line. Let's go over to Denny first. All right, Scuba Steve, uh, great name. Uh, happy Father's Day, Smitty. Thank you, Denny. Same to you uh, if you were our father, I'm not sure. Yeah, me neither. If there is a Denny out there. If there is a little Denny out there, we... we we wish you a happy Father's Day. But go ahead. He's going to be on the graveyard ship someday. Yeah. It's going to be Little Danny. Little Danny. Little Danny. Danny. Uh, you guys are scaring the crap out of me about uh, what, what's going on. I, I I just got out of work, and now everybody hates Stefan Diggs. I mean, no, like, that guy's got some shake and bake. And, uh, of course, I got him in my league. And of course you do. Two leagues. Oh man, what, what, what's he doing wrong? Like that's the part. I mean, I, I don't want to recap, but what, what did Diggs do wrong? I, I thought that he he, he he went to camp. He did, but he's having temper. He's he's constant in a constant temper tantrum state of, of mind. 
I mean, it, it, it's it's been on the sideline. It's been off the field. It's his attitude. It's it. You know, it's funny because when I said the other day that he reminds me of the early, early, early stages of noticing something was wrong with Antonio Brown. And you know what people said mm-hmm. to me? You know what I heard for days, for days, just DMs, emails, uh, you know, text messages from even a buddy that Smitty Antonio Brown's so much worse. How can you even compare the two? And I just, I, sometimes I scratch my head, Denny, Denny, and I say, did you listen to a word I said? I didn't say he's Antonio Brown right now or he's going to become what Tony, uh, Antonio Brown is right now. No. I said it reminds no. me of when we, we kind of thought, oh, Antonio Brown's acting a little weird. And, and, and we're talking about yeah, in uh, Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, locker uh, room cancer. Learn. Just a, like poison, as Ron said about Diggs. Uh, uh, locker room poison is what Antonio Brown started to become in Pittsburgh. And he was ungrateful. He, he thought he made Ben Roethlisberger and, and thought he could go anywhere and replicate what he was doing. And he was sadly mistaken. He didn't, he didn't, he did look good with Tom Brady, you know, but there were so many stops along the way where he failed, 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 left, blew up. But early stages, Antonio Brown we're very, very much like what we're seeing out of Diggs right now. And I'm not necessarily trying to draw conclusions and say Diggs is going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. But this is a big-time drama queen, toxic person mm. in the locker room that, that uh, that you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying don't draft him, Denny. I'm not saying he's not a, a guy I'd take at the 12, no. 13 turn. I'm just saying... My my advice to people is go get Garrett Wilson at nine or ten instead of Diggs if he's there. Go get Bijan Robinson at seven, eight, nine, ten if you're sitting there and you got Diggs, Bijan, Garrett Wilson. You're not feeling Garrett Wilson. Go Bijan. There there really is not a lot of scenarios I can imagine that you're on the clock and both Bijan and Garrett Wilson are gone unless you're drafting in our community. But in a real life setting out there, I can't imagine. You're staring at digs only with Bijan and Garrett Wilson off the board. So I swing back around and just say, I don't know that I'll, I'll own a lot of digs in 2023. Go forward because of the drama, because I'm just concerned that this guy's going to unravel. I mean, did anybody really see Calvin Ridley decide to step away from football the way that that, that worked out? I mean, you never know with, with, with a player like digs. He is definitely the most capable of unpredictable behavior, I think, in, in the wide receiver category in the NFL I mean I feel like I feel like if anybody anybody was going to shock the hell out of us with some weird behavior it would be Diggs at this point guy the guy seems just a little unstable all right uh, that being heard and no and I, I was I wasn't going off what you said I guess I was just reading some comments just coming in he also turns it. 30 he well, turns he turns 30 in November you know that that's not that's not in dynasty I don't. Want, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch Diggs. If I was in a dynasty startup, I don't want Diggs at all. I don't want yeah. Well, I got him. But so, how, how about uh, Gabe Davis then? Does that does, does that move him up a notch in your book? Or because uh, not not. I mean, a li- maybe a little bit. But but understand what I'm saying. Like Diggs is gonna probably have a really good 2023 season. He could be. 12 overall mm-hmm. worthy because I, I have a feeling a lot of people aren't, aren't hearing me. They're, they're hearing pieces of what I'm saying and they're not they're not picking you it up. You know I'm not. I hear everything yeah, you're saying. Uh, maybe. Right now you might be, Denny. It's it's not a matter of do you take them when those safer options are gone. Of course you do. 
But in Dynasty, I don't want him. Dynasty, I'm trading him away now. He's turning 30 years old. Dynasty, trade him away now. Drama Queen, 30 years old. Probably thinks he's going to go somewhere else. Probably going to work his way out of there. He'll probably work his way out of there, bro. Not not this year. But eventually, he's getting, he's going. And he's going to have a rude awakening when he doesn't have Josh Allen. Rude awakening. So, if he goes elsewhere, I don't want him. 2023... I don't like like I said I'm not expecting Gabe Davis to just take over the like I, some people are like is that me Gabe Davis is the number one wide receiver I'm like are you listening to what I'm saying I'm saying okay, Diggs will bad. have Diggs will have no 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 not not you Denny not you Diggs will have yeah you want to Diggs will have a top you know five to eight wide receiver season um, do I think he's in the best position to be the best version of himself. That he can be. No, I don't. Does that mean he's going to have his best season ever? No, I don't think he will. I think he's too up here right now. Just in his own head. But do I think Kincaid blows up? Uh, did do you I think see anything Kincaid... particularly against uh, Josh Allen? I just, I just want to know that. I love Josh Allen. Paul Paul dropping 10 gifted memberships. No, no did, 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 did Dig say something against him? That's all I'm asking that. I know you're going to move on to someone else that knows something. TMT. TM, I, I, hold on one second. Hold on one second, Denny. TMT and Paul right. dropping the gifted memberships. We got ten from Paul, ten uh, five from TMT. Appreciate both of you guys. Uh, I, I think Josh Allen. He has a problem with everybody. Josh Allen doesn't have a problem with him. Josh Allen said publicly the other day when they didn't know where Diggs was. He was MIA. Josh Allen said, "I need him. He needs me. He makes me better. I make him better." Josh didn't say, like "Oh, he makes." He didn't say, "I, I mean, he that. makes me." I but he had the that. he had the balls to say and and the confidence to say that I, you know, I need him. I need him. He's made me a better player. I but I think Diggs. I don't know if Diggs would even say that publicly. I don't know. I think this guy thinks he makes everybody. I think he thinks he is the the uh, the one that made the chicken and the egg. I think he thinks he, he wants comes to be the offensive coordinator. You what, Ron? He wants to be the offensive coordinator and call his plays. Yeah, just throw to me. Throw to me. Throw to me all day long. Kincaid's going to benefit. No, no, it's not a bad attitude. It's not. It, it, I don't think he has any beef with Josh Allen. But I do remember when, uh, when my man Randy Moss came to the Patriots, they were saying that at the beginning, of the, they, were, they were saying that Randy Moss was, a, um, you know what I mean, a locker room, you know, cancer. And that year, hey, hats off to Eli Manning, but that year was amazing. But it just kind of reminds me. I, I think you got Josh Allen zipping it like Smitty zips it to, to Diggs, and he's shaking and baking. He's getting open, Ron Navy. Oh man, they, they're all right. I I bet you he's at his house right now laughing at us. I bet you I bet you I bet you Diggs is listening to Smitty show right now, and he's like, Slinging "All right, Danny got my back." Well, Dig brother is probably telling them to shut the hell up. And, <laughs> oh, the one on defense. And, yeah, the, his, uh, down in Dallas, you know. I mean, he he puts his mouth where you know he plays like. He puts, and, and, and he's got the cutest son too. I mean, I love how how they do that. Those, Yo. Those but he don't act anything like Stefan. He acts like a, a an adult. Stefan hey. doesn't. There was there was Stephon, one point in the year Stephon last year when uh, he had. Oh, no, I like Stefan. I like. Him. Like, 
AB, he is a lot like Antonio Brown. I can see it in him. He is a lot like Antonio Brown. Hey, hold on real quick, guys. Let me get over to a Scuba who's been on the hold a long time. Scuba, Steve, what, what's your question? Oh, sorry. Hey, uh, Smitty, before I get to my question, because you guys, you guys are, uh, it, was, it was about the Joe Mixon stuff, but because uh, you guys are on the Stephon Diggs stuff, um, and uh, I, I remember uh, you were talking, like you just was just talking about that maybe he's trying to force his way out. Uh, do you think that um, that maybe he is trying to force his way out and play with his brother? Because uh, Trayvon Diggs, uh, I mean, uh, like he was hitting kind of like towards it like last year to try to get like uh, Stephon Diggs to go play with him. So, I mean, like, maybe he's, I mean, I don't, like, they just paid him. So, I mean, he wouldn't really be, like, going out, going off about, like, his his targets or something. Uh, I mean, yeah. well, actually, sorry, his contract, I mean. So, maybe it could be, like, his targets. But, I mean, like, maybe maybe he's, like, trying to, like, force his way out. If the situation doesn't get too good, to try to play with his brother in Dallas. Yeah, he can't, he can't, though. He can, he can want it all he wants, but there's no way, there's zero, almost negative chance he can get traded this year because his... His dead cap hit for this season is forty-five million dollars. So there's, there's, it's not a possibility. He can, he can want it all he wants. He's not going anywhere. And the, the only potential out in his contract is in twenty twenty-five, when his dead cap goes down to twenty-two mil. Twenty-two mil in twenty twenty-five. That's his dead cap. No one's trading a player with a forty-five point four million dollar dead cap. It's not going to happen. So. All right. Well, um, I guess uh, uh, not this year. What I was going to talk, talk talk to you about was uh, kind of like what you're what you're saying because uh, the headline of uh, Joe Mixon getting released, and I was actually going to bring up uh, Dalvin Cook, but I, I think that uh, uh, I was listening to you when I was on hold, and you're actually talking about that that maybe that is a possibility if they do uh, they do cut him. And I remember that you uh, well, I heard the name uh, Chase Brown a lot, so. I, for me personally, if they do end up going Dalvin Cook, I, I I probably would still take that guy Chase Brown because uh, Dalvin Cook he's already shown uh, at least like probably like what is it the last like three or four seasons that he's gotten hurt like he he has been like prone to like missing games. So um, yeah, Chase Brown's a must grab, must grab. He becomes a little bit more attractive than maybe Roshan, maybe A-Chain, but they're all kind of in the same bucket. You could easily argue that A-Chain's the best of the three. You could easily argue Roshan's the best of the three. You could easily argue Chase Brown's the best of the three. I mean, they're all in the same bucket. They're all second to third round running backs in rookie-only drafts that you could take at 2.2, and I wouldn't make you take a lap. If you took Chase Brown at 2.1, 2.2, 2.4, honestly, grab your guy. I could care less. Nobody has to follow ADP data in the second round of a rookie-only draft. Now, most people have already done the rookie-only draft, so that content's not even really needed anymore. But like trade value-wise, or if he's sitting out there on waivers, Chase Brown has the ability to be in a redraft setting, a guy that you put at the end of your bench. He may not get any work in week one. He may get a lot of work in week one. We don't really know. But it wouldn't surprise me if this is a guy that everyone and their mother's cutting after week one because he didn't do anything. And he's a patient, long play. I don't care. If Dalvin Cook's brought in, they're going to play Dalvin Cook. But by week eight, nine, Chase Brown could easily have the job. And, and, and if, if let's say Dalvin Cook's not brought in, and I do think Dalvin Cook showed enough uh, ability, it was more so very, very strange usage. They went very pass heavy last year. And Dalvin Cook looked good at times when he ran the ball. 
He's just always injured. The mileage is huge. The injury risk is just astronomical. His shoulder's glued on and duct taped on, but he somehow plays anyway. He plays no matter what. If Dalvin Cook lands in a Bengal uniform, he will be very productive per start. It's just a matter of how many starts he gets. And he could drop off in the middle of the year. Like, he could hit that 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 I, I'm done wall in the middle of the year. It happens all the time with players. They play really good for seven, eight weeks, and that was their final go. And they didn't have enough gas in the tank. They fall off. Chase Brown comes in in week 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. But Chase Brown could be a guy that does nothing until, like, I don't know week 12 like I, you got to understand that and and if you got to let him go in a small league with small benches so be it no one's telling you to draft chase brown in a very small bench type league but he'll be on the waiver wire i guarantee you chase brown will be atop the waiver wire one two three four weeks in the in the season we'll be talking about it we'll be saying chase brown is a must grab and a lot of people will go hey smitty how much fab should i drop on chase brown we did i didn't get him I didn't get him, Smitty. I didn't draft him. I cut him. Smitty, I cut him. I cut Chase Brown like he said not to. In week one, he didn't do anything, Smitty. He didn't do anything. I needed a kicker, Smitty. I needed a third kicker. I needed to get a third kicker and a fourth quarterback. And I dropped Chase Brown, Smitty. <laughs> so I think you're 100% right, Smitty. He's a long play. And plus, I've heard that they're um, probably going to give... Travion Williams, the first shot, see what he does. And so um, you got to just sit sit tight on Chase and let it develop later on in the season, maybe midway through the season. Just don't know. But um, I don't think Travion will be the answer, but that's how Cincinnati usually does it is the next guy up. So Yeah, I kind of feel – He might get the first shot at it. I kind of feel the same way about Ty Chandler in Minnesota. He might get the first crack or probably will. And then McBride is the long play there, so you gotta you gotta kind of ask yourself like, what do you need? If it, it, let's say you're in a league with a medium bench, do you need a long play player, or do you need somebody that's getting carries right away because you took a Javante Williams? If you take a Javante Williams, well, you need somebody at the front end of your season. So maybe you take you would look at Trayvon Williams, you would look at Ty Chandler in those situations. But if you're the kind of person that's like I'm stacked at RB. This is a stash. This is like a, an investment. Then Chase Brown is the guy you're taking at the end. So there, those things are, you know, it's like taking Jordan Mason, you know, in a in a draft. You, if you've got very deep benches, you're not expecting him to get carries in week one, two, three, four. You need Christian McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell to go down. But then Jordan Mason is going to play like a running back one for two weeks, you know, at some point during the year. That that's like what you gotta you gotta think about all the different levels to it, but but you cannot expect Chase Brown to start Week One, like that is just a ridiculous mindset. You can't expect him to even play. No long term. But but just real quickly to wrap up on Diggs because I know a lot of people are taking this wrong. I still would draft Diggs if he fell to me in the right territory. It's more so like I said, Garrett Wilson and Bijan are there almost. One of them is there almost every single time I'm put in a position to draft Diggs, and I just don't. I just think Diggs is not set up to have his best season. Doesn't mean Josh Allen's going to struggle, might you know, a crazy amount. Doesn't mean that Gabe Davis is the number one wide receiver there. Diggs is still the wide receiver one, but Diggs turns thirty in November. He's you know got a lot going on, and you know could I change my mind on Diggs and and have him climb up my rankings one two three spots? I mean certainly certainly if he kind of you know patches things up, we don't hear a single thing 
bad. Maybe he comes out and publicly says something, whatever. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think at this point, it feels like Diggs is a not necessarily a ticking time bomb, but I feel like he's he's like a little monster that's growing bigger and bigger. You know, he's collecting more and more fuel to become a bigger and bigger problem is all I feel. And I don't know if it has something. I'm just, I'm not saying he took a hit and it's something like Antonio Brown's dealing with. But I mean, who the hell knows? He's acting very weird. And uh, it seems more diva-like than weird. So I kind of think that maybe it's not Antonio Brown-esque. But it certainly smells a lot like Antonio Brown's initial going a little bit rogue. Yeah, it does. Uh, Smitty, let, let's say that Dalvin Cook does go to the Bengals. I mean, uh, um, what, where would you uh, rank him? Like, like, where does he shoot up, like, draft boards? Like, because like, uh, it, it, I would assume now, like, that's, like, a big, like, landing spot. And, and like, you think that he's going to be productive. So, he'll probably get a lot of – he'll probably be in the opportunity to get some good rushing touchdowns because that offense should be pretty good. So, what do you, what do you rank him, like uh, – like, if he was there, like, where would you, I guess, be comfortable taking him in the first round? Like, I mean, well, uh, well actually, would he even be a first rounder? Like, Who, Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, a first yeah, rounder? I, what are you talking about? No, I'm saying Wait, what? Wait, what? No, I'm saying, like, like if he sides with the Bengals, does he go to the first round, I guess? Oh, if Dalvin, oh, Bang- if Dalvin Cook went to the Bengals, if Dalvin Cook went to the Bengals, would he be a first rounder? Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, that's what I was trying to ask you. Yeah, because I was trying to say that because like their offense, their offense is pretty good. And he'd be set up for like uh, rushing uh, touchdowns. So I didn't know if you'd rank him in the first round. Like, where, yeah, where still, would you? That's like yeah, it's still a lot. That's still that's still a lot. Um, he's a. He's I think a, he's a, might, he's a might fifth. put him up to the third round at the very highest. If he's a, if he's I a, I think he could possibly get a third round push. Yeah, if he's a Bengal, like, would I feel comfortable taking him in round three? No. No, but what would he? But Ron, like Ron says, what what happens to the general public? Do I think he's a fourth or fifth round gamble? Yeah, like like Madison's going around five right now, and it feels like we're pushing our luck a little bit with that. Like we are, we're, we're very much pushing our luck with that. If Dalvin Cook was in Cincy, and we heard we brought this guy in to start, like I could get behind fourth or fifth round value. I suppose, but not in a lot of leagues, bro. Not in a lot of leagues. But if we just heard he's coming in, we're bringing him in. He's just gonna cycle through. Like I'm telling you, he's no more valuable than Madison. Like you got to You you can't put him first round. Like you're you're. In my opinion, that's four or five rounds off. Scuba Steve. It's a good question. I I sent you on laps. Laps are healthy. They keep you healthy. But first round material, ha- absolutely not. Give this is lot. not the same Dalvin Cook. Give he, a lot. You what? Get some cardio. Oh, Denny. What, Denny? He needs a little cardio. Give him a lap. A little cardio. Yeah, yeah, a little cardio. But, but I mean, de- definitely, Scuba, Scuba, definitely going to see an uptick in value. But I don't even think the Bengals will come out and say, hey, this is our starter for sure. I think they'd be like, look, we got a nice little rotation going. Certainly, depending on what they paid him. But if they're trying to get this man to take a significant pay cut, are they look, looking to pay Dalvin Cook a lot of money at all? No. So his money will probably tell you he's competing for the job. He'll probably get it because he's Dalvin Cook, but no four, fourth round material would be even almost too high for me. Give me Watson, give me London, give me Walker. Those are all fourth and fifth round players. I'm not taking Dalvin Cook over those guys. No, no, no. P no. Ryan. 
No, I'm not taking right. P Ryan. It's, it's just, like I said, it was great just question. Sure, like where he would be just just because of the offense. I didn't know if, like how far it would like jack him up or anything. Just because it cause, will. Uh, I mean, it's projected round. to be a good offense. That's all. It will not first round. Hey, Scuba, if it, if it, if he climbs into round like two, I'll take a lap. You just remind me to take it. If I misjudge how high he climbs, but I I think first round would be zero percent chance no. he's in first round. <laughs> zero, needs to take the lap. Zero, zero percent chance near that he's a second rounder, and very hard to imagine third round for me. But I've been wrong about judging the general populace, pal. They could the the these 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 cats out there. I sometimes can't predict and see things coming. Sometimes people shock me. Sometimes people shock me, Scuba. If anybody's out there willing to take Dalvin Cook just because he changed his teams in the third round, had he stayed in Minnesota, he wasn't a third round. You know, he was wasn't a third rounder. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's really changing? Because he goes yeah. to the Bengals. the 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 Minnesota role that he had was not. It's not going to be that much different than the Bengal role. The Bengal role is a little bit better. More, you know. I, I think they probably use him a little bit more, and I like the offense more, but. Because they're gonna, you know, they they didn't run Cook enough, but it he's not even a fourth round player at all, really. Period. Wherever he goes, doesn't matter. He goes to Miami. He's not all a fourth right. rounder. You know what I mean? He's yeah. A, no, I got you, man. Like he's said, at best five for me. But it, I I could not put Dalvin Cook in my round four, even if they said mm. we're, we're we're signing Dalvin Cook. This is the <laughs> bang. This is the Bengals calling. We're signing Dalvin Cook. We're releasing Mixon, and we're signing him to a, a $4 million deal. I, I still could not draft him in round three. Not a chance. I still probably could not draft him in round four. Maybe I warm up to it, but hell no for now. Hell no for now. Yeah. I'm with you, Smitty. Hey, Smitty, uh, before yeah. you go, go to somebody else, uh, I just had a quick question about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this is like a dynasty question. Um, I, guess it, I guess it would probably depend on on the type of league that it is, I guess maybe it depends on, uh, like, if you did it for, like, a couple of years, to, I guess, to, compared to, like, a startup. But with Aaron Rodgers, because, because uh, like, everybody's saying that he could have, like, one or two years left, uh, how how inclined would you be, like, to trade him? I mean, uh, does it depend, like, uh, the type of season that you have? Like, if, like if you're in there for, like, a three-year league and maybe, you're, maybe you're, like, you're a middling team anyway, like, would you, and he's, like, having, like, a good year, like, is he a guy that you would, like, trade? Like I guess, like how would how would you handle it in terms of like three year rebuild and like when you start? Up? Well, I don't think many people are going to buy Aaron Rodgers from you. If Aaron Rodgers in a dynasty startup or a three year keeper league startup, he's still going very very late. Let me put it this way: with no dynasty value tied to him at all, you're talking redraft only, one year at a time. He's the he's he's outside the top ten by a mile. He's not inside the top ten. I believe he will be. I think Aaron Rodgers could drop. I think it wouldn't shock me if Aaron Rodgers was a top seven quarterback in fantasy football this year. And you might see a little content on that very soon. He's going to feed Garrett Wilson. He's going to feed Brees Hall. He's going to make Brees Hall his little Aaron Jones. He's going to, he's got a lot of potential to do a lot of great things in New York. New York's going to live in the red zone. But if you attach any sort of keeper or dynasty value to Aaron Rodgers, He's not going to be tradable very, you know, like if you could get something for him, I would take it, especially if you have another quarterback. Now, if he's your only quarterback and you're fighting at all for this year, then, then I wouldn't trade him. But if you're literally rebuilding, you're not winning it. 
I mean, I don't know what you'd get for him, bro. You'd have to give me some examples, but you couldn't you couldn't get a fourth or fifth round player, like because he's going in a redraft. He's going in like the tenth, eleventh round, ninth round. Tenth, what is he going, Ron? What's his ADP on underdog? It's like the tenth, eleventh, twelfth round, like something like that. I don't know, ninth, tenth. Ron. You know Wake that, up, Ron. You know, that's that's re, that's redraft. So, like, you talk about any sort of dynasty appeal, no no one's giving you – so what are you going to get? You know what I mean? What's in the ninth, tenth round? Like, in that sense of redraft, like, not a lot. So I don't know that you get anything. But you know what you could do, Scuba, is you could couple him with, like, a future first rounder and go to a team that's yep. in win-now mode that maybe lost their quarterback, you know, in, in, in like, week two or week three. And you can somehow get a first, you know, get, get, give him a first rounder, give him Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and go after some player that's playing bad. Because every year through like the first four or five weeks of the season, there are people that are slumping. You know, what if St. Brown doesn't do anything for two or three straight weeks? Guess what? Somebody's selling St. Brown. Ooh. They're selling St. Brown like he's a third, a third round pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, hang tight real yeah. quick. No, I Hold on one second. Uh, you're you're live on the fantasy football show six seven eight caller. Who's this? I got a quick question for you. Uh, Grant, uh, Grant, Grant, where are you calling from, bro? Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Grant, Grant Ooh. from Grant from Alabama. Huh? It's Grant, right? Is it Grant? Yeah. Is it Pam or Pam? Yeah, that's Pam or Pam. It's Grant from Alabama. Pam. Okay, hold on. Is that, it's like, no, it's me. It's, it's Pam, like with two uh, P, P, A, and then. Okay, hold on. Uh, Den, Denny, hang tight. Den, Denny, you've done so good all day. Grant from Alabama, what can I help you with, Grant? appreciate you calling. Hope, hopefully you, uh, you, you, you know, you call in more often. I didn't mean to. I'm just joking around with you. Have you ever seen Step Brothers? <laughs> okay. Grant, yeah, I have. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Grant. Yeah, so I'm taking your advice. I got the 101 in a redraft. It's only eight men. Uh, some of them are sharks. Some of them are kind of some dudes. But I'm taking Jamar Chase first. But I'm running into at the two three turn coming back around. The way it's the way off the Yahoo ADP is right now. There's sitting there is Pollard, uh, Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown, Ramondre. Like, those four dudes are kind of sitting right there. And I'm usually going, like, Pollard and Garrett Wilson. But I'm curious if just the value with A.J. Brown there and the ability to stack him with Jalen Hurts in the next at that 4-5 turn for me because it's only an eight-man league, Man. would you go that route or you stick with Pollard? Imagine you get Jalen Hurts. Even in the eight-man league, Jalen Hurts in the 4-5 turn would be. <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't say anybody in that league's a shark if you end up pulling that off. But but yeah, if you could if you could pull that off, bro, the amount of running backs that are going to be available for you, if anything, this would be my favorite league to try zero running back in because your zero running backs yeah. gonna be like a fourth round running back. <laughs> like you could get walk. I bet you get Walker and Charbonnet going three wide receivers Ooh. and Jalen Hurts with these grandmas, bro. Ooh. These aren't even grandmas. These are corpses, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, when I say when I say sharks, it's like me and two other dudes, and then like the other five are just pretty casual, like baby sharks. So I'm I'm thinking they're probably gonna they're gonna stick a lot to whatever Yahoo suggests they draft. I'm sure the, they will at that spot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, they sound like uh, trouts, not sharks. 
draft them with a bunch of sea bass. Hopefully they are. I can take their money. Sea bass. Yeah, I, bro, you're going to be able to scoop up. You're going to be able to scoop up so many of the Camara, Pacheco, Charbonnet, uh, you know, Swift, and then you'll even get Pierce's and 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 probably a Kenneth Walker in there. And so I definitely would in, be very intrigued going wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts. And if you don't get Jalen Hurts, I don't think you will. But if you did, that'd be crazy. But even like a Burrow, bro, you know, all day long. Um, yeah, Burrow's fallen pretty far in the mock draft so far just because the Yahoo ADP is pretty whack compared to, you know, people drafting an underdog right now. Yeah. Uh, this this guy this guy jo- Joshua comes in here and says Smitty's lying about his fantasy pros QB ranking. I checked through uh, twenty nine twenty never finished higher than twenty hundred twenty fifth overall. I'm not sure what you're looking at, but you're clearly lying because I can show it to you. I can show it to you. Draft rankings. Maybe you're looking at the lineup rankings, which I don't even run. Maybe that's what you're looking at. I think maybe you're looking at lineup rankings, Josh. <laughs> But I can guarantee you 100,000% that I finished number six and five. Let me see if I can even pull it up. Let's pull it up here and just show who's lying, pal. You want to see who's lying? I'll show you who's lying right now because it's you. It's you. You coming in here running your mouth about something you have no idea what you're talking about. Let's go ahead and pull up uh, the Fantasy Pros. You know, it's, it's it's sometimes it's such a it's so stupid when someone wastes their time doing something like this. Um, but hold on, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and pull it up for this guy because he has to be a jack monkey and come in here and uh, try and waste everyone's time. Just waste everyone's time, bro. All right, hold on. Let me. I find think it. we give Denny a mission. Remind him being back in the Marines. What about Denny? Denny? Take care of the what about Denny? Oh, I think no. you're right. I think you're right. Uh, who, who's this guy? Uh, yeah, I got one mission against this guy, Smitty. Don't look up. You don't have Smitty. Don't have to look up your credentials. No, no, uh, no, no. This guy. This, this guy no, I got to. Sh- no, no, I, I want to show this guy. No, no, no. How? How? How is he funny? Is he clown funny? Is Smitty clown funny? Yeah. Don't suck, Smitty. Don't. Smitty's on fire. Smitty, don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going run. for it. I'm going for it. When 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 clowns come in here and and, and yeah. run their mouth, you know they get they get put in place. They get put in their place. So he's going to be and put in his fun. place. I mean, um, so let's go, let's go find it. Let's go find it. Hold on. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Listen. All right, Smitty's going off right now, Ron. He's all mad. Yeah. Hey, I'm while Smitty's it. looking I'm it up, it. I need to talk to Ron. Yeah. How go you doing, buddy? Ron. Yeah, he's. I had, I, my birthday was a couple of days ago. I was. I had a hell of a freaking time. Uh, All right. The 16th. Look at. Uh, 16th was my. Okay, Smitty's back. Here we go. Here we go. Now, now here All we right. go. Here we go. Now, in full disclosure, okay. and I've said this before, and this is what this guy's going to run his mouth about. When you got guys like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you do things you can shoot your your running back rankings in the foot, things like that. That happens all the time. Here is in in uh, in in 2019, number four in QB ranking, right there, number four in QB ranking. That was that. That was uh that was in in 2019. In 2020, your boy right here. Well, 
your boy right here, number, if you sort this, number six in quarterback ranking. Number six in quarterback ranking. Number 19 overall in the industry out of all the, the draft rankings. What this what this joker is doing is he's going in and I think he's looking at the weekly lineup rankings or something like that. Somebody's done this before. Like, Smitty, I went and looked and you weren't what you said. It's right here. It's right here. Not he only not only he, he not only was I nineteenth overall, I was number six in quarterback rankings. I was also uh look oh, what do you know here? What do you know here? What do you say? What do you know? This jack monkey Whoa, comes in here better. running. Hold on, hold on, Denny. This is my time. This is my show. Okay, my bad. Okay, hold on. So this jack monkey comes in here, nineteenth in the industry, Ooh. six in quarterback ranking. Yeah, I had bad wide receiver and running back years. I don't hide from that. This is bold predicting. I do when a player like like said Clyde goes down, yeah. it, it'll tank your rankings. I was number one in the industry in tight end rankings and number six in the same year. 2020 during the pandemic mind you during the pandemic denny number five or number six and number one this jack monkey comes in here running his mouth lying like a like a dog in here lying like a dog in here and and so so joshua you've just been put in your place how do you feel first of all we haven't seen a single comment since you made your dumb comment right here how do you feel how do you feel josh Joshua, how do you feel now? How do you feel? How do you feel that you got Smitty mad? He was in a good mood, and now he's in a bad mood, and now he's mad at all. Unbelievable. You you showed me someone else to finish six and one in two different categories. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, Josh. That's what I thought. (laughs) Just completely blasted you to pieces. Come on, Josh. Uh, oh, Josh, Ro- don't Ro- ever call in again like Ro- that. Ro- it's it's disrespectful. Yeah. You know, there's people, uh, you know, uh, Josh. Uh, it's right. He, he's, he not, he, that. he's not, he's not he coming, he's not coming back in here. How could he show his face at that point? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> he's completely gone. Uh, Smitty's all upset. Okay. No, no, I'm not upset. I just had to put people in their place a lot of the time that come in and run their mouth. Haters. Haters, haters are always going to be around. Haters are always going to be around. Rock out, you're live. Rock, rock out, out Mars, Mars man, rock out. So with the potential of Mixon being out, where would you rank uh, Chase Brown uh, to uh, Madison? Um, I'd rather Madison by a lot because Chase Brown has to climb. Chase Brown is nowhere right. near what what you you know where he needs to be to, to even compete with Madison, who's being handed the starting job and has been a top five yeah. to 10 running back per start, you know, or, or could be yeah, per start. Yeah. So, but, but could like, let's say if Dalvin cook, the better, better question would be, can Dalvin cook, if he goes to Cincinnati, be ranked with Madison. And I think that's where you're going to no. see the two. They're going to be like this though. I'm not saying, yeah, I, I'm yeah. not saying I like Madison less. I'm just saying they're going to be like this. They're going to be like this. Smitty, can I uh, step in on this call? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Denny. Recent studies have showed that um, Cook, and I watched the video, I think it was a year or two ago, about Cook's shoulder. And it was a little piece of paper that Smitty showed me Mm -hmm. that it ripped to the thing. And you can't be out there playing ball and it's just a little piece of paper. So he's done. Cook's done. Whoever, whoever's going against Cook, let's stick with Joe Mixon. Uh, get P. Ryan if you want. 
but don't go cook. You're talking about don't this. Don't even go with this little brother. You're talking about this, this right here. Brother, like me. Okay, You're talking bad. about this right here. The, the, the ball and socket example I give, where I basically say, um, yeah. here, here, here's the ball and socket. You have a labrum that holds that, that ball inside the socket. And the ball and socket is like this. Okay, so the, the, the ball of your shoulder goes into the socket and it's not tight enough fit for it to keep it in there. So there's a seal in there. And that seal can be kind of represented like this piece of paper. So once you tear it and that ball comes out of the, the uh, seal of that labrum, so to speak, you, you can sometimes repair it. Like look at this paper. We have one tear, right? We could potentially... If you look at repairing this piece of paper as an example, we could probably repair that, right? If we did some some surgery right there, we could make that a tight fit again. The problem the problem is once you've had as many tears as Dalvin Cook has had coming through this thing over and over and over, there's only so much you can you can do. And this shoulder pops out of the socket when it hits these different angles and re-tears or comes out. He has really no shot at having a healthy shoulder ever again. He's torn this thing, both shoulders, so many times. There's no there's no fixing it. There's Like someone said one time, oh, I think you got the shoulder finally taken care of. No, you don't take care of a torn labrum when you've mangled it. And that's why I always say that King Tut has a better looking shoulder X, uh, uh, MRI than, than, uh, than Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm def, I'm definitely not, uh, definitely not a big fan, uh, of Dalvin Cook staying healthy, but I think I could get behind, you know, him, him playing some good football for half a season and then go from there. But there's no way I'm expecting him to have a, a completely, totally, uh, healthy, magnificent top 10 running back season for, you know, 17 weeks. There's just no way. Um, Scuba, what else you got, Scuba? Hey, Smitty, uh, did you uh, see the stuff about uh, Zamir White? Uh, some guy posted like an article about him, about, uh, uh, about yeah. Zamir, My- uh, Zamir White possibly getting like some reps. I don't know if that's like a uh, first team running back or something. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, Zamir, well, first of all, Jacobs hasn't signed. You know his 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 uh his franchise tender, so that Zamir White is going to be the only guy that can do anything right now. You know what I mean? So that's why he's taking first team reps. Otherwise, what would they do? So def- definitely is true, but the problem you know is going to be when Jacobs gets in there. What's his role look like? But look, Jacobs is I don't like the situation. Period. So this kind of this kind of feels like um. A little bit Rashad White. Like as much as I love Rashad White, who's finally getting an opportunity, his situation's really bad. It's really bad. So if Zamir White even got in there, would he just fail? You know, would we not even know how good he is because he'd be hitting eight man front after eight man front over and over and over? I will say that in the deepest of leagues, if he's available, he's a great, great player to add because he will be utilized more this year than last year. And the moment that Josh Jacobs gets hurt, if he does get hurt, and keep in mind what I said earlier, Jacobs and Adams both will be players that if they end up getting injured at all, they might hold out a whole lot longer, if not the entire like end of the season. Like if they have four weeks left and the, and the Raiders have nothing to play for, Jacobs and Adams will both be very, very high likely candidates to sit out the remainder of that season. 
So Zamir White, mm-hmm. to me, feels like the the deeper you get into the year, the higher likelihood this guy's going to potentially get a start or two. But will it be 3.4 yards per carry? You know, I don't know. So, yeah, monitor him. If you need a running back, it's a good option, uh-huh. but... Uh, I, I, read the, I guess I read the report wrong. It, it's on it's on uh, Roto World. It's uh, some person from the Athletic wrote, uh, wrote it. I guess it says that they believe that uh, the Raiders may call on him to balance out the workload. So I don't know if if, if they're meaning. I mean, if they're trying to say that they're going to project that it's going to be like a split backfield, where I guess between like uh, Josh Jacobs and him get like like a split carries or uh, how they're trying to manage it. Yeah, this this is like if my grandma just wrote an email and sent it to my other grandma and both of them aren't even alive and, and said, Hey, I think Zamir white might balance out the workload. And I, and, and I'm not saying that this isn't a good thing for you to bring up scuba. Cause it's out there on CBS yeah. sports, but like, this is an athletic writer. We always make fun of the athletic writers cause there are 10,000 of them. And you, and if one makes a bad report, they just put somebody else in and you never see the other. They just, they report on all these, speculative things as if they're news and i don't know if cbs sports is in bed with the athletic or if they own them or what the tie is there but they always report this opinion uh reporting by the athletic writers as if there's some sort of news there's no news here it says this guy believes this guy this guy reed i've never heard of in my life i give him no no sort of stamp of smitty approval at all until I see something that this uh, Tashawn Reed does that I, you know, acknowledge is, is accurate, I have no idea who it is. So he believes as much as my dead grandma could believe that Zamir White yeah. is going to balance out the the attack. That's all I can tell you is I, like this holds no water with me because <laughs> it's some dude sitting in a, his grandma's basement waiting on the meatloaf that tells us Zamir White might balance out the attack. I have no evidence to, to quantify this, so not going near it. It's but, stuff you hear on CNN. Yeah. All right. Hey. Uh, but hey, but, uh, keep keep bringing them, Scuba. Yeah. I was gonna say keep bringing them. They're they're all news reports out there that need to be shot down or approved or you know questioned. So like you're doing good work here. I don't want you to think because a lot of the stuff you bring up, a lot of times I'm like, no Scuba, no Scuba, but like. People need to hear it because they might have heard this rumor too or read it, and so it's great stuff. So keep it coming, Scuba. No, I, I, I always try to bring up like the rumors and stuff that I find, where it's from like Michael Florio or like any of those other guys. And uh, the other thing too is uh, also on the road to world. Uh, I, I don't know if it was like Matthew Barry and like his uh, like the guys that he talks with or anything, but uh, they're talking about uh, Kenny Pickett that he's looking pretty good and uh, he might he might possibly be like a breakout quarterback. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, it's good that Ron's on the phone because I guess, I guess, like maybe Ron could like talk about it too. Uh, like, where are Ron's you here. on like Kenny Pickett? You think that that there's a chance that I guess if like the offensive line's good and stuff, that he could be a breakout quarterback? I, look, uh, yeah, I yeah. Let, let me let me first address before you say anything else. Just say I want to congratulate Ron on Father's Day. He just adopted you and became your father. Way to go, Ron! <laughs> Ron, congratulations. Scuba Steve, hey. now your son. He's a Kenny Pickett believer. That makes him blood. That makes him blood. Look, Pickett looks tough. The, the McAfee show even had Pickett running between those, uh, the 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 uh, what do you call those things? The tackle dummy machines. And Pickett was looking <laughs> smooth. He was running tough. Like Pickett's out for blood. And and I really, I really, 
I really don't see him as a top like seven quarterback or anything like that. But I see this guy as a a really really like underrated Geno Smith, Goff, um, you know Danny Dimes, like all these guys that could slip into the top ten and really just make people say like, wow, what a year! Like maybe do we consider starting him if the schedule's right over a. A quarterback that I'm, you know, that I drafted to be my starter because no one's drafting Kenny Pickett, not even Ron, drafting Kenny P- Kenny Pickett to start, but maybe he has such a good year, surprisingly to some, that like you're you're contemplating putting him in based on matchup. So really, really like what I'm seeing and hearing about Kenny Pickett. He does look like he's toughening up a ton, and he's he's out for blood, and he's got grit. And this is kind of what I think people think, like when, when Patriots fans have their Patriots goggles on, when they see Mac Jones out there, I think they see Pickett in their mind, but if they took their goggles off, they see a guy crying and complaining, rolling around on the floor. Um, he's not not the toughest guy in the world like a lot of the Patriots fans think he is. This guy's always injured, always rolling his ankle, always crying and complaining. complaining. I don't like Mac Jones at all, and I think Mac Jones fails in the league. Kenny Pickett is what I believe Patriots fans wish that Mac Jones was. This underrated guy that's going to climb up and prove everybody wrong. And uh, and he's got the weapons and defense and coaching staff to be sneaky good uh, and, and, and take this team pretty far. I, I think Ron's going to say they're going farther than I'm going to say. But I, I'm very, very optimistic well, about what Pickett to Pickens yeah, we already bet on it. What Pickens to Pickett will look like. Hold on real quickly before Ron answers that. I got to handle this uh, $20 super chat that just came in from Russian Collusion and from Michael K. CPA. Two monsters dropping 20s right on screen. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Uh, and, and also, Michael KCPA, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Michael KCPA has his own song here. So when he's driving around listening to his favorite show, he hears his own song playing on the radio while his favorite show is playing, Mind Blown. He's Michael KCPA. Appreciate Michael KCPA. This super chat says, Smitty, uh, say you're in a keeper league with Sharks and only rounds 4, 8, 12 are potential keepers. Gibbs in 4 is ideal. What are your thoughts? Um, Gibbs in 4 is ideal. Gibbs would be amazing. The problem is people sometimes grab that player like in the third round so no one can keep you know get that keeper value in, the round, in round 4. But 4 would be great for London, Walker, Gibbs, Burrow, Fields, um, that's weird that you guys choose it that way. Charbonnet would be fantastic in eight. Dotson would be great in eight. Pickens would be great in, in round eight. Um, uh, Trevor Lawrence obviously won't fall there, but that's someone you could consider, I suppose. 12 would be Tank Dell. You know, take him two rounds early just to get that keeper value. But it's really weird that it's round four, eight, and 12. That's very, very strange. Mr. Frost, are you still here? Hopefully you heard that response. Russian Collusion says, Smitty, I am in one Garrett Wilson draft. Can you start putting one out at the end of the 7 p.m. show? Uh, I will do yeah, I will do my best to, to do one more often during the 7 p.m. show. For sure, Collusion. Uh, and remind me on that. 
Appreciate you dropping that. Michael KCPA's super chat was my son. Zachary loves the show and wanted to say hi and happy Father's Day. Michael KCPA, thank you for all you do. Appreciate you. And I hope you your son enjoyed hearing his dad's song on his dad's favorite show. Um, you're the only one that has a, a full-length song like that uh, dedicated to you. Because you were here from the beginning. You were first in the building for months and months and months and months. Uh, like over a year or two ago. Appreciate you, Michael K., hanging out. Now, Ron Navy, would you like to address your adopted son, uh, Scuba Steve's remarks about Kenny Pickett and, and fill in any of the blanks? Please don't take more than two or three minutes, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I'll try to keep it short. Yeah, a lot of the reports from all over saying that um, even even on like the Good Morning America uh, football show, they're they're saying that they're thinking Pickett has a breakout year this year, and um, so um, even the Tomlin thinks so and all that. Here's the thing. Let me expand on this a little bit. Paul, are you Is here? Pickett, if really good quarterback, um, especially Paul, Paul are you like still here? You have Mahomes, Hurts, or uh, Allen um, for your your main elite quarterback because week 10 Pittsburgh plays Green Bay, which is a good matchup. And in week 13 Pittsburgh plays Smitty's sorry, Arizona tanking on purpose air uh, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So he's got really good matchups on the week that your, your elite quarterback, those three elite quarterbacks are going to have their bye week. So he's really good pickup that way. If you're, if you're going, if you're looking at it, that those are his matchups. Yeah. I'm done. Okay, pa- Paul, are you still here? Paul dropped a $20 super. Alert. Super chat alert. Paul, appreciate that. I-, I don't know if I answered this. I don't think I did. Paul said, thanks for all you do, Smitty. Love the futures on Underdog on ETN and Brees Hall. On the over six rushing TDs. Yeah, Brees Hall at 850-something yards, I think, too, is absolutely unbelievable. Paul, you still here? Hopefully Paul's still here. Uh, let's go over to Blake. Uh, Blake from... Uh, where are you from, Blake? Minnesota. Minnesota. Blake from Minnesota. What's up, pal? Um, So, I'm looking at my second round right now on a slow draft. Are you preferring A.J. Brown or C.D. Lamb? Garrett Wilson was taking that 10. I I guess A.J. Brown. But I I love both of them. I, I have more concerns about the Dallas Cowboy offense and less concerns about the the Philly offense, obviously. It's a better offense. They're the best offensive line of football. They're going to be in the red zone more. And the Cowboys are going to lean a little more run heavy. Doesn't mean, thank you, Matt. Doesn't mean that they aren't going to still throw the ball to Tony Pollard. Doesn't mean Pollard can't do amazing things. Doesn't mean Lamb can't still have an amazing year that's very top 14 overall worthy. But I I do feel like I go with the guy that has Jalen Hurts, the number one offensive line, a team that's probably going to the, the NFC Championship game in my mind, near lock, unless some injury happens. Give me the guy with Jalen Hurts, bro. And and you know you're 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 definitely getting an amazing player either way. Yeah. 
All right. Um, is it all right if I ask one more question? Oh, yeah, I mean, you could stay, bro. You don't have, even have to. You could stay on the on the line here. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you got? All right. And then, are you liking Kamara Swift or J.K. Dobbins more? J.K.'s got the highest ADP, um, or maybe Swift. Yeah, J.K. then Swift then Kamara ADP wise. But I have to say, I. I, I guess if they were all the same, I would like J.K. maybe the most because I think he... I was really excited about him for the first time in a long time. But the fact that he, mm-hmm. you know, he's holding out now and this is not a guy you want missing any time. Not even two weeks of, of camp and then he's got like more likely chance every day of getting injured. I just don't know how he, he feels he's going to be able to hold out. You know, is he, he's going to hold out maybe and I mean, what's he... is I believe he's losing... It's like it's like what is it like thirty thousand dollars at this point per day? I don't know what I don't know what how he could lose that. I don't know what is going on with them. Like what makes him think he can afford to do that? What makes him think that the Ravens are going to come in and say, yeah, let's give him a big fat contract? They can't relieve the the fines. Those fines are mandatory now. So I don't know what he's thinking. So I don't think he holds out that long, if not at all. He might have even already reported and hit the facility. Like we'll have to look at the news tomorrow, but. I like JK, but do I like JK at his cost of entry, which is like round five? I'd rather have Swift in like late six, early seven, or Kamara in eight or nine. Kamara's been going like round eight or nine. If you're drafting on an ESPN or Sleeper, the ADP is going to shove Kamara into round four or five. So then I like JK more. So it just depends on where you draft. If you draft on underdog, you're, you're seeing Kamara going seven, eight, nine. And that, I like that cost of entry better. You know, so it just depends. The, the, the context matters for me. It's not just a blanket Dobbins, but Dobbins, if they're all in the same place, Dobbins. And then I, I like probably Kamara and Swift the same. They both come with huge risk, but they're very, very good zero RB running backs to grab. All right. Thank you, Schmitty. Yeah. And it's not a matter of uh, Prime says Dobbins will play. No crap, Hod. No crap. We know Dobbins is going to play, but how long? Well, how long is he going to stretch this out? You don't want an injury-prone, one of the most injury-prone running backs in the National Football League to sit out until like July something. That's going to increase the likelihood of injury. So that's why we all know he's going to play prime. He's not going to sit out the season. J.K. Dobbins is going to get no traction with his holdout at all. Pickett or D. Watson this season. Uh, Pickett or Deshaun Watson. I'd go Deshaun Watson if it was me. But I don't really draft either one of them as my starter. Like Pickett is going to be a guy you draft as your second quarterback if you know if you're if you're a believer in him. Deshaun Watson's like at the end of my top ten running backs, and I'd just rather not go there. I'd rather go after Burrow on four, uh, Fields in five or six, T. Law in six. Like, and that's if I don't go earlier quarterback. So I, I I don't find myself in this situation at all where I'm going with either one of these guys. But I I, I guess I would rank Watson, you know, because Watson's a top. 12 guy pick it is a guy you hope to breach in that territory and nobody sees it coming type of thing. Um, but thank you for the super chat. What? When was Watson the top 12 quarterback? A while ago. A while ago. A while ago. Before his, before his situation, which is why I don't draft him. But, but I, I don't think. Demi calling in. Demi bringing it in. Come on, baby. I'm in. Talk to me. Denny, what do you got? All right. Geno Smith. All right. Uh, They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. 
Gino, look at his wide receivers. I'm loving Gino Smith. I'm loving that team. Did I miss something? I love you on Navy. I love you, um, uh, Smith. Yeah, Gino Smith. I, I I like him. I don't love him, Ron. Uh, uh, Denny. I think it's the same thing. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. I guess the same thing that we're talking about with Goff with uh, Danny Dimes. Like, could Gino Goff, Danny Dimes, any of these quarterbacks, even Cousins, you know, could these guys be top seven, eight, nine, ten? Absolutely. Like every one of them could be. Which is yeah. so weird when somebody comes in and says something like. How could you have so and so ranked ten and not seven? It's like that 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 like group of quarterbacks outside of the big dogs. Smitty. They're they're all close. Oh yeah, they're all close. And and, and he's got a lot of weapons. Hold on, hold on, Denny. He's got a lot of weapons, but this is a run first offense. This is a run heavy run first offense, Denny. So I'm not expecting Geno to be some sort of you know fantasy football starter for me. All right, but who's he got for uh, uh, receivers? Really, Denny, you sound Smitty. like you sound lo- a lot different between the last call when you hung up and came back. This is definitely a Denny that's been that's been relaxing a little bit more since he's been home from work. You've been you've been you. you've been chilling. Yeah, I was just chilling out back. I didn't even see what was happening. I didn't <laughs> want to jump in. Then he gets started, that. right? When he gets you were so mad about Denny. this, Josh. Dude. I love Denny. Dude, never mind this guy. You know what? I'm, look, look. I'm not. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not mad at anybody. When some someone comes in and lies on the stream, I gotta prove them to be a liar. I proved them wrong. And and just to put yeah. it all together for people, when I finished number. Five in QB scoring one year in 20, what was it, 2019? In 2020, I finished number six. And then in 2021, finish whatever I, I finished in 2021, the average of those three years through that time span, number one in the industry. So, and in tight ends, the same thing. Tight ends, number one in tight end rankings, I believe two different times. Let me let me just make sure on that one. Uh, 2018, number one. In tight end rankings, hold on, hold on, Denny. I was number one in tight end rankings in 2018. I was number one in tight end rankings in 2020. And so the three-year average that they go by there, I rank number one in tight end rankings. So number one in quarterback or in quarterback rankings, number one in tight end rankings over the three-year spans that they looked at. I'm just saying, Denny, you come in here and you you, you try and sling it at me. I'm going to sling it right back at you. Who, me? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm just telling, you're telling me, was I mad? I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just spitting facts at this guy until he, he withers oh, away. Yeah. But hey, we Danny, all know. Hey. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Uh-oh. Uh, 52. 52. I'm 52. Appreciate you, Denny. Well, Ron, I'm 54, so I got you by two years. Ah, man, I'll, I'm wicked good looking. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a picture of me right now. Like, you want to see Denny right now? You got to see the best looking guy in the world. Hey, De- Denny, anyway, Ron, e- email Denny. me a photo. Email me a photo right now. Of what you're doing? Kicking your feet back by the by the pool. You got a brewski in your hands. You got a cigar in the other hand. Hand. Send I'll, us a photo. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. 
I'll put and, it on uh, screen. What's your email, Smith? Smith. Smitty, what's your email? I'll send it to you. Go to Dude, the... You don't know. I don't think you... I run this. Okay, hold on. Let's go to Scott real quick, Denny. Scott, you're live. Smitty, no. Oh, my bad. Scott, you're live. Hey, what's going on, Smitty? I'm good, bro. Uh, Isaac, I go I go commit over a Conquo because I believe the offense. They're, they're very, very close anyway, and Komet's going to have a huge year. And he's got fields thrown to him. I don't love that that Tennessee situation at all. I do like a Conquo. I like to pair them together too. Uh, go ahead, Scotty. What can I do for you, pal? Just curious. How would you rank? I, I think these are the top three second running backs: uh, Dylan, Charbonnet, and Mitchell. How would you rank rank them? Especially if you have to use them at some point for points. At their current, still, you know, not replacing somebody injured level. They're not replacing somebody injured. Charbonnet. I think D- Dylan's probably your safest, like, out of the gate. And this comes back to, like, what I said earlier. Like, what's your purpose here? Are you, do you have Javante Williams? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, are you needing points in week one? If so, then Dylan's your guy. And M- Mitchell's going to get work too, though. He's going to get a lot of work. Well, D- Dylan's your touchdown but, threat but right from week one. But, like, long-term, and in, in you're not predicting injury even, Charbonnet will be the one I want long-term for the season. For the season. Right. Not talking dynasty. I mean, in, in 2023, if, long-term. If you were sitting with your three running backs and you're around eight, uh, or nine, rather, um, and you took uh, – Robinson in the first round and waited to Kamara in the eighth or the ninth or seventh rather, and then grabbed uh, Perrine on the flip side or P, P Ryan on the flip side. Um, and it, in the league plays two running backs and there's one flex, but I'm loaded at receivers. The uh, would you go with H.A. Uh, Dillon for safety or would you go? Or, or Mitchell, or would you go Charbonnet even? I would just go Charbonnet if it's me, but you are running the risk of maybe he's not used like we think, and but he's so talented, and they all have upside, and they all have a running back in front of them where there's a question mark of whether that running back will either stay healthy in Aaron Jones's case, um, stay healthy in CMC's case, or just lose ground. Or you know, or get hurt, but lose ground in Charbonnet's case. But but guess guess what do you who's think gonna about ru- this strategy grabbing a char- grabbing Charbonnet and then maybe Devontae Foreman a couple of rounds later. I, don't, I mean, I'm not a big Foreman, not a big Foreman guy. So you, the, you don't think he's going to take the the role that that? Uh, um, no. Oh, help me. The guy went to Detroit. Uh, yeah, dumb, Monty. Monty. Uh, no, no, I, I think Khalil Herbert's the starter. Okay. I think Khalil Herbert's the starter. I, Khalil Herbert led the entire National Football League out of all running backs with 5.7 I think seven or 5.8 yards per carry. So he's yeah, the number yeah. one yard per carry running back in the National Football League. He's getting no love right now at all. No. Might crack the moon man list. Oh, Roche. Five 100-yard games. Well, he he, he didn't have five one hundred yard games, didn't he? Yeah, but he didn't Last get the, he didn't get like the full run. He didn't get the full run. He didn't start the whole year. I mean, like, bro, Monty was there, <laughs> you know, like Monty was there yeah. starting games. Like, what do you what do you expect him to do? 
Like he he did amazing when he was called upon. Five, you you can't you can't get seven eight hundred. I have any kind of role. I'm not saying that Foreman any won't kind of have role. a role, but like you got Roshan Johnson there as well, bro. So like that there's a there's okay. Foreman's got to beat out two players now. One of which Khalil Herbert's likely the the starting running back. You know. Gotcha. But but right, but thanks, I, but but hey hey look okay. let me let me finish it with yeah. this and you can stay on the phone. If you want to ask more questions, but <laughs> but I, I mean, is there a world where Foreman is the best running back there? Absolutely. Like you know, trust your gut. If your gut says Deonta Foreman looked amazing, Deonta Foreman, and he did have he did look pretty good last year. But if you believe he's the guy, don't let me talk you out of it. Not to mention, you can get you know a Roshan Johnson really cheap, cuff Roshan and Foreman together, and then you're just banking on. Khalil Herbert not being the guy all year, and then and then you have some production, but I, I just think Khalil Herbert is the best running back there, and, and I don't think Roshan gotcha. is going to move him aside very fast. So Khalil has to fail. Now you made me think of another question. Um, so I, I know that that you and there's it's really catching fire across. A lot of platforms uh, on a lot Alave, and he's creeping into the second round now. Uh, uh, everywhere, uh, it, it, it uh, you don't there's you don't see any path that the most targets go to Michael Thomas. No, I mean. Is there like in a, 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 a Spider Verse? Spider Verse? Are we talking like Spider Verse? Like, is there a is there a one universe out of let's say a hundred thousand sitting in front of us that where where Michael Thomas well, is I'm not doing good? That. I, but I mean, well, you you don't think that there's a forty percent chance or a thirty percent chance that Michael Thomas is still the lead receiver there? Not that high. Is there a small chance? Sure. That, but but this guy can't stay healthy, man. He can't, and, he, and he's not even healthy yet. He's saying he thinks he will be healthy, that he will be healthy. He, he plans yeah. on being healthy. This guy has not stayed healthy for a long, long time. And as good of a year, a couple years that he's had, he is more of a one-trick pony. I don't care what anybody says. That's why they call him Slant Boy. I'm not the first person coming up with the fact that he, they, a lot of people think he isn't as well-rounded yeah. at all. Uh Alave's the future, man. And Alave is a field stretcher. He he led the entire National Football League in air yards when Winston was in the lineup. And Derek Carr is very much a similar play, player in terms of that sure. air yardage, throwing it downfield. So if Alave is a rookie, led the league. And he, it was by a lot, bro. It wasn't like by a small amount. He was crushing the entire National Football League in air yards. Alave special. And then when Winston came out of the lineup and they didn't have that deep threat passer, he started doing amazing things on the sidelines and short yardage, and that kind of matured him along a lot quicker. Uh, it's not that I don't think Mike Thomas has a shot in hell of being healthy all year, getting 900 to 1,000 yards and six, seven touchdowns is certainly possible, but it's not even close talent-wise anymore like Mike Thomas he is what he is what he is now we can always look back and say oh but Mike Thomas when he was in his prime we can't play that game anymore he is not that same player nor is his is his body going to even allow him 
allow him to play a full season. I just don't see it at all. Um, we do have to monitor the Achilles tightness that Alave had. It is a little bit of a, a, a inflammation and tightness. Doesn't mean he tore it or anything like that. It just there's a lot of times where you're 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 working out and it's even your calf. It's like the lower part of your calf that's sore. And so they just sat him out and he's got a little bit of that tightness or whatever. So you just look for that, make sure you monitor that. But as soon as that's out of the way and they're not even talking about that anymore, it's a lave to the moon. It's okay. it's top five potential wide receiver numbers. It wouldn't shock me if Olave outscored Garrett Wilson. Again, trust your gut. I'm not saying stay away from Michael Thomas, but I just think that question it's it's very very much um, nostalgic, you know, and I get it. If out of uh, one more, then if you don't mind, um, the uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking for later round receivers, and you know, one thing I like to draft are those receivers that have pretty clear paths to be in fantasy relevant, obviously. And what I mean by that is is I look at a guy like Mingo and that receiving core in Carolina is terrible. They, they, they're just bad. And I, I, I look at a guy like John Mechie who, who, uh, when he was at Alabama, man, he was the guy that freaking moved the chains, you know, uh, Jameson, was the deep ball guy, but Mechie was the one when they needed that, that chain move. That's the one they went to. And, you know, there's not a lot there either. And then there's not a lot in, in New York with Hyatt. Are those three good guys you think worth kind of targeting in that 13, 14, 15th rounds? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, like, I, I get what everybody's saying about, you know, guys like Nico and Mechie. Tank Dell, I mean, there's a reason he's on the Moon Man list. I think he could be top. He could be a top 15 wide receiver. I really believe. I'm not saying he's a lock there. I'm not saying anybody should expect that. I'm just saying that's how good I like Tank Dell. I like Hyatt a lot. I think Hyatt's really good. I like Hodgins a lot in New York, um, but I like Hyatt a, a whole lot more. Very very talented. I'm just not a huge Mechie guy. Um, it's not that I don't see him climbing up. It's not that I don't see him having potential. Uh, who was the first one you named? Mingo. Mingo. I like Mingo. We're on. The, we're on the same. I mean, we got this man. Look at this. M I N G O. And Mingo was his name. All. We we like Mingo a lot here. <laughs> it could take some time though for him yeah. to develop. I think Thielen is still productive, but he's definitely dropped off. So I think Thielen, you know, maybe he has half a year where he's the number one and then Mingo takes on a, a later a later number one type of leadership role there. But Mingo's really, really talented. Little AJ Brown in that kid. So really, really hoping that, that Mingo turns out. But I found myself drafting a lot less of him lately though, admittedly. And I think it's just because I'm I'm not sure we haven't heard anything yet, so we kind of like hanging back. But he's on this list for uh, you know or on all this you know this hype train stuff that we do here because we we like him a lot. Nobody there. I mean, you know, right. Adam Thielen, older, is not. Is, all three of those guys were like at the bottom of separation. Uh, 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 you down. Else. Oh, hold on, TMT. You have, hey. you have uh, Reed there. TMT, you still here? You have uh, Dobbs there. 
They're all around the same area. Hold on, TMT dropped to 20. Alert. Super chat alert. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said I'm going through a divorce. I'm, all my money's tied up. I'm so sorry to hear that. At the end of August when it is. Hey, ends. man, I, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, pal. Um, TMT said, what's up, Smitty? I'm drinking a Mexican Coke and just finished my first Dalmatian 2, uh, which is on Underdog Fantasy, Fantasy, the Dalmatian draft. Go try it out, guys, if you want to play with the big boys. It's $101, get it, 101 Dalmatians. $101 to get into a Dalmatian 2 draft. And what, wanted to see if you had finished any. Um, I haven't actually done a Dalmatian yet. I need to. I just, I've been wanting to like focus and, and really smash it. And so I've just been delayed on, on doing, I'm doing so many other drafts. Uh, if so, what's your favorite draft dropping a $20 and, uh, let's, let's make it rain. Hey, TMT, you still here? I'm pretty sure he is. He's, he's usually here through the whole show, but I'm sorry about the delay. Yeah, he's still here. Thank you, TMT. I'm sorry. I didn't see that until right now. My favorite draft. I don't know that I have a, uh, this is one of my favorite drafts. I'm actually on the clock right now, so let's draft together. This is actually one of my very favorite drafts that I have, and and this I put it on my Instagram, so you guys were very very aware of this team. If you if you if you've been following Denny, hold on Denny, hold on one second Denny. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna draft this team right here. We're gonna draft this pick. So in this team, it's a puppy. Let's see. Let me go to the details. It's a puppy two. It's a slow draft puppy two. That I will. Are you sneezing? Uh, what are you doing, Denny? I just sneeze twice. Dude, I'm your boy. No, I just sneeze twice. Okay, hang tight. Denny, mute, mute if you could, real quick, unless you can be quiet. Okay. Puppy 2. This is a puppy 2. That means it's 150K to first place. It's... Yeah, my be. Denny. Mute if you can't what? be quiet. Mute. That's all. Mute. Denny, take another shot. It's it's 150 to first place. It's 75k to second place. It's 10k to first place in points. Finish him. <laughs> Call terminate. No, no. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just there's only so much I can take, Denny. Okay, ten thousand dollars to first place, uh, second, and this is in scoring through week fourteen regular season. So there's regular season prizes. Here's my team so far: Patrick Mahomes, Jameer Gibbs, Kenneth Walker, Drake London, Jahan Dotson, Travis Kelsey. I love this squad. I this is a I don't go Kelsey a lot in in a, in, a, in many of these drafts. I went Kelsey. I went Mahomes. I went Jameer Gibbs uh, a tad early. I went Drake London. Then I went Kenneth Walker. Then I went Jahan Dotson. This team is phenomenal. I'm feeling so good about it. And I'm on the clock right now. Um, what do you guys think I should do? I'm thinking Trevor Lawrence. I'm thinking of if I so badly want to fill out the entire team and this is one QB. But I'm so into this double quarterback drafting when it falls perfectly and I don't know that I'm extremely excited. There's, I think Pickens might be there. So I'm excited about a couple of the wide receivers. Or did Pickens go? Pickens went. 
You went right before. Look at right there. You went right before uh, the seven point four took Pickens. Uh, Tony's gone, unfortunately. So we're looking at we're looking at Quentin Johnston, Brandon Cooks, Bateman, Elijah Moore, Zay Flowers, Michael Thomas, Cortland Sutton, Jamison Williams. I like, but he's not helping me for six weeks, and I think I don't want to go there yet. And, and I got Odell Zay. There's no receivers. There's not a wide receiver worth taking here because. I'd rather go like 15. This is that dead zone we're talking about, Ron, or the dry spell more so, where I I like Zay Jones 15 players down more than I like any of the guys in the top five or six right here. I don't like Quentin Johnson enough. So I'm not going wide receiver. Even though I only have two wide receivers, I'm not forcing wide receiver here. I draft players, not positions. I do love DeAndre Swift. I know you hate that, Ron. That's a very intriguing pick here. Isaiah Pacheco is very intriguing. Javante, uh, Kamara, Charbonnet, those guys are all later. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. Tight end, Darren Waller. I could go double tight end, but I don't want it. I think the only pick here is is Trevor Lawrence. I think he's the best pick on the board, and he gives me the optimal quarterback scoring in a 1QB best ball where no one's touching me at QB. No one's touching me at tight end. That, oh, pause, pause. That didn't sound good. No one's, no one's touching the tight end. I got Kelsey. Bye week. Yeah, the bye week. But but Kelsey, Mahomes, and Trevor Lawrence. That is insane. You know to have the rest of this team. Does everybody agree? Does everybody agree? There's no reason to I'd, go near wide receiver. I go Trevor Lawrence here. I would target, I would target the, the kid from Tennessee at tight end in another round or two. Uh, well. I mean, maybe, but 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 right here, right here, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Carbonate, take it back to you. Ninety-two, yeah, he should. Yeah, he. It, it, it's not. It's too early to go. Sharp. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Trevor Lawrence. I'm just doing it. I'm doing it live. Here's the squad. Look at that squad. Look at that squad. I mean, I mean, the one you should. I don't know. No, this wasn't. I don't think this is the one I sh- was it. The one I showed you. Yeah. Okay. This one's really. Because remember, really... I said you need another receiver. So I wish you would add another receiver in there. Yeah. One of the t- if Pick- other top receivers. If Pickens were there, I would have contemplated it. But this is just straight fire. Uh, let me let me real quickly. So that's my puppy too. Here's another puppy. This one's got this one's really good too. Joe Burrow, Bijan Gibbs, Alave, Christian Watson. And I'm I'm on deck. <laughs> Joe Burrow, Bijan Gibbs, Alave Watson, and then I got my picks of you know, there there's a lot of guys there. Mahomes scares me. What I, can I just say can I just say something, Blake? Blake, 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 can I just say something, Blake? I love you and I don't want you to think that you can't call into this show. I don't want you to think I'm against you. I don't want you to walk away with a bad taste in your mouth at all from this experience. But you and I don't exactly click on everything, my guy. I have to say it. And that's okay. We're different. Everybody's got to have different opinions. But did you just say Mahomes scares you? Yeah, he does a little bit. And the reason, and I'll tell you my reason. I mean, it's not that he's not great. And he's, it's I not know that, that. I'm thinking he's falling top 10 but what my reasoning is Kadarius Tony scares me Sky Moore hasn't proven anything yet and once you get past those two it's nothing but Kelsey 
But what did they have last year? What did they have last year? What do you? And I'm not. Well, at least Juju could do a little something. Tony's Juju's better than their third. No, look, they got they got they got Rasheed Rice. They've got they've, Justin Ross is turning it on, bro. They they brought in Richie James. I promise you, this wide receiver. Hey, can I t- can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? If you trust me, Blake. Blake, trust me. First quarterback off the board, he could finish fifth. Blake, trust me when I tell you, his wide receiver room is better this year, better this year than it was last year, better this year than it was last year. His wide receiver room is better. Juju's not a good player. Juju's okay. Yeah. He's a good. Maybe he's a good player. He's not a great player. He's a good. Tony's hurt all the time. He's crazy, and Sky Moore hasn't proven he can get it done yet. And it to me, it, when you look at Mahomes taking him first quarterback overall, I'll wait around so, and I'll take a Jalen Hurts. Let, let's play this game though because Let, let's... their core just isn't. It seems shaky. But let's play this game real quick. Let's play this game real quick. And I'm, and I'm not saying Jalen Hurst doesn't have weapons for days. But are you telling me that Kelsey, Tony, Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore is significantly lesser than A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Goddard? Like, you really believe that that's a, a my, like there's miles apart what, from that? Because Kelsey's, Kelsey's the best player. I think it is. Well, Jalen Hurts also runs though too. Yeah, right. But I'm just, yeah. I, but, but I, I'm just saying he's saying he's scared of weapons. Is a nut, and he gets hurt all the time. I I, I just think people got more still proven himself. But bro, you gotta look. You gotta look at it this way. Does does Mahomes still, with what you're you're concerned, have more weapons than Josh Allen? Because he because he he does. You know, like like Josh Allen has Diggs and Gabe Davis and Kincaid, and I like that. Kincaid's still got to prove himself, and I believe he will. But you're talking about Kelsey, Tony, and 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 you, yeah, you've got some inexperienced players there. But Kelsey's still. I feel like people don't use Kelsey. I feel like people talk about his wide receiver room. Kelsey is the Kelsey best pass catcher. Also, first four. I, and Kelsey's also thirty. Blake, Blake, you, 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 Blake, you and I would be. You and I are like Shannon Sharp and and, and Skip Bayless, or, or no, who is it? What's Mahomes his name? What's his name? I'm sorry, not Skip Mahomes Bayless. Mahomes threw for over 5,200 yards last year. Mahomes threw for over 5,200 yards, 41 touchdowns. Yeah, I. And that's not his I, first 1,000 yard season. He's had two of them. He's got McKinnon. So, he's got I mean, McKinnon I'm, and Pacheco. Doesn't matter what my point is, is he's gonna Mahomes. find the ball, he's gonna get the ball to whoever. So, as far as Mahomes goes, I'm, I'm not saying stat, Mahomes, stink. I'm just saying you're scared you of him, a 34 year old tight end, a crazy, oh. injury prone number one receiver. You've got a number two who is a second year who didn't do anything to indicate that he's gonna take off this year. At receivers, you got that McKin- you got you got McKinnon, you got McKinnon. Bro, bro, I would venture to say that McKinnon, Kelsey, and Tony are as electric as any three players you can find in the National Football League for a, a tripod of talent for the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Every one of those guys, every one of those guys, 
could go the opposite way. Well, you could say that about anybody. Well, AJ Brown's got AJ Brown's got knee issues. Well, I, Diggs is a diva beyond divas. Uh, Jamar Chase was injured last year. Hold on, hold on. Just listen to me, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying anything negative about these guys. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Jamar Chase was injured last year, had yeah. a hip injury that people say, "Oh, I wonder if it really healed." Higgins is always hurt. Josh Allen's got digs to worry about, and and a lot less weapons overall uh, until Kincaid proves and, himself. And none which... of those guys even approach the problem to Kadarius Tony. He could blow out his knee at and any time. Kadarius Tony. What's he played? Freaking ten games in the last freaking two years. Yeah, he's about they, hey, they've got Richie James. They've got Justin Ross. I know there's question marks on some of those guys, but bro, they've got wide receivers for days to try this situation out. <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Not to mention they're still kicking the tires on Hopkins. But, but, I, bro, I, the, the words you said. Okay, look, if you would have come in and said Smitty. Let, let's back this up. Let's get back in the time machine. If you would have said Smitty, I think Mahomes could finish fourth out of these four quarterbacks. You know, you know what I would have said? Absolutely, he could. All four of the top, all four of the top four quarterbacks are good. You started off with, "I'm scared of Mahomes." So I'm just, I, I am scared. Okay, I, I would be scared to take him as the first quarterback off of the board. I, that receiving core is on a teeter. That could go either way, and severely either way. And I would rather wait around and grab a. If I'm going to take a quarterback that early, I would rather grab a round later, Allen or Hurts, just because. Okay, so what happens when Hurts? Thirty-four-year-old tight end. He's got a crazy injury-prone number one receiver, and he's got a number two that hasn't proven. You're not scared that A.J. Brown's knee's going to blow out? What happens if that happens? You're not scared of – so you're not saying you're scared to hurt. It's not the thing. That's apples to oranges. Who else do they got? Oh, what do they got? Quez Watkins for a third wide receiver? Come on, man. Okay, can I – hey, But, hey, hey, Blake, Blake. Who you thought would have – would not play a season, Blake. Out of all those people, you named, Blake. But you're the you're the you're the guy that. One, two, but Blake, you're the guy that Alan, likes Michael Alan Thomas. The whole drama with Diggs doesn't bother you with Allen. That doesn't make you scared of Allen because there's Diggs drama. No, but you all of a sudden have. Really. Hey, 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 Blake, Blake, Blake. You're. The, hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on, 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 hold on. Blake, you you like Michael Thomas though? This doesn't make sense. It, it's it's Scott. I was asking questions. Oh, Scott, this is Scott. Michael, I'm sorry, Blake. I'm sorry, Blake. Yeah. Blake, I apologize. I've been calling you Blake the whole time. Poor Blake. <laughs> Poor Blake. Blake. Now I got this. Now I got I Blake. Blake, you and I agree. Scott is the one that. Okay, Scott. This makes more sense. I feel like Scott. When you've called before, there have been some issues. <laughs> not not that you don't. You're always welcome here, and you're a polite guy. I don't want you to take this in the negative way, but we agree. We agree about as much as I agree with my my mother about stuff. Like we, like you, Michael Thomas. Like you're talking Michael Thomas a minute ago. Now you're talking about being scared of Mahomes. I was just curious what your thought was if there was any chance that I'd not taking Michael Thomas. I uh, I was more concerned about if if. If I should think of Olave as a 120 target guy or a 140 target guy. 
Well, he's gonna be he's gonna be a record setting target guy for sure. Uh, but but I would say I, I don't blame you if you like Hurts over Mahomes. I don't blame you if you like the cost of entry of Burrow in round four over Mahomes. I'm with you. I'm the one touting that and beating that drum. But I just think the way you're coming at it is um is a little bit worried. Like you're you're worried William a little bit on on Mahomes, and you don't think you should be. But I understand why you might rank him fourth in a very close four-headed monster race because any one of the big four, even Fields could be QB1. Fields could be QB1 in Fantasy Football 2023. No one should bank on it. No one should draft for it. No one should expect it. But you have five quarterbacks, essentially, in my mind, that all could finish one. So I understand what you're saying, but but scared of Mahomes is very, very... uh, it's a very it's rough way to put it. I'm not scared of Mahomes himself. I'm scared of that receiving. You call. shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. That's the issue I have. You shouldn't it's be. You shouldn't be. You it's shouldn't be. Bro. Because of that receiving. Call. Bro, they have. They. It's. It's. Look, it's not even a. Uh, it doesn't even need to be a certain player the way that they. The way that Mahomes is able to do this now. The way he's able to function in that offense. Kelsey. I agree that there's going to be a drop off at some point. I think it it's not it, I'm not counting on it this year. I will say that I'm going to take it one year at a time for Kelsey moving forward and I believe we're going to have to have a very uncomfortable conversation in 2024 offseason next offseason about Travis Kelsey's placement in fantasy football drafts. I'm on board with that eventually being the case, but 2023 I don't think I don't think you could be I don't think you should be worried at all about a guy that has, uh, even if you don't like Tony, he has Richie James, Justin Ross, Sky Moore, uh, Jarek McKinnon, who played like the number one running back in football for about a three or four game span, and he's a receiving potential monster. Pacheco's can do it all. This guy's got weapons for days, bro. I don't care if his I don't care if his entire wide receiver room is not figured out until week five or six. And you're right, there's some scattered you know, uh, showers going on in that wide receiver room. They've got McKinnon. He could do it all with McKinnon, Pacheco, and Kelsey if he had to. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, this is Andy Reid. This is a play-calling just gem right here. This guy this guy could do anything. You know, th- there's no concerns yeah, I, with Mahomes, bro. I, I've been doing a lot of redrafts, and every one of them, Mahomes is going in the first round, and... With that receiving core. You know, one Q, well, hold on, hold on. Oh, God, I can't, I, we disagree on everything, even the reality of the situation. <laughs> Scott, are you drafting in one QB leagues where Mahomes is going round one? Is that what you just said? Every, every, uh, what, what, three drafts far. No. He's gone in the first No, round he's not. Heart. No, he, where, what world do you live in? What, what Spider Verse. Oh. Like universe, did you go to that you're calling from? Where in a one Q? Hold, like, hold on, huh? Superflex league, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I thought you. I thought he was saying superflex. Scott, his ADP isn't sniffing round one. He's not going around one in any mock drafts on any platform on any data anywhere in round one and one QB. I'm telling you, I have done five paid leagues online in redrafts. And he's gone in the first round. In he your universe. That's why I'm asking what universe. Scott, that's why I asked you seven times. What universe are you calling from? 
Because in our universe, planet Earth, Earth 1247, in our universe, he doesn't sniff that ADP anywhere, Scott. Anywhere. He's not a first round pick. Okay. So like I'm asking where so where are you drafting? Is it ESPN? Is it is it Yahoo? Is it uh is it some platform I've never I, heard I, of in my life? Data Force. Oh, this is the t- <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I've never heard of this before. And I don't wanna I'm not gonna promote them. So we're gonna, we're not gonna keep saying their name even because I don't even know who they are. I Scott, I've been in fantasy football professionally for twenty plus years. I've never heard of this before in my life. <laughs> I remember you told me this the other day, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, don't I I got a draft over there. Maybe I need to pick it up because if people are taking QBs in a one QB league over on 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 this place, this force be with you place. Oh my God, <laughs> Scott, you crack me up, bro. Scott, I love you though. I, I think Scott's good for the show. <laughs> it's the highest payout in fantasy football. The reason I went to it. Uh, Ron, have you ever heard of it? Eighty-three percent. Eighty-three percent of the money no. distributed back. <laughs> I don't know if you're playing with a a fake. That uh, sounds fake to me, bro. It must be a new startup. Or Maybe it becomes really big, and I and I, I promote them next year. I right, look, hey uh, Scott. Either way, let me put your email. Address. I'll email you the draft I'm in right now. Okay, uh, Smitty, go, go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Scroll to the bottom and hit con- contact us. I've ne- I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that platform in my life. But Scott, let me tell you something. Make sure you stay on it because if you venture out of that platform, you're going to get rocked with the reality of ADPs that are real. Um, I've never I've never. Oh no! I use I use to draft. I use the ADPs for from underdog. <laughs> Someone said it was the platform. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody said that's the platform used in World War Two. <laughs> Oh, uh, Scott, I love Scott. You're good for this show. You need to call in more. I'm, you can, I'm having a good time. My draft at this point. I will. I'm, I'm going to look at your draft. I'm going to tell you where you okay. should have drafted against traffic and not taken a quarterback in round one. That's crazy, bro. Uh, I don't think even ESPN has quarterbacks going around one. It's probably like eight points per touchdown pass, right? <laughs> no, it's all your standard scoring. It. It's uh, it's all paid leagues. I think I do either a fifty dollar, one hundred, or a two hundred, depending. This one's a fifty that I'm doing right now. And you're now. positive these aren't super flex. You're positive these aren't super flex leagues. Yeah, so I'm positive it's not super flex. It's a standard league. Mahomes went number three overall in this thing. <laughs> Come on, Scott. And I don't think I've Scott. seen him go. I don't think I've seen him go past seven. <laughs> but that's not real. I love Scott. Scott. Uh, Scott, you you're in the wrong universe, pal. I don't know if you've seen Spider-Man, but I'm I'm having flashbacks to that movie right now, and I feel like you landed in the wrong place. You're drafted. I mean, honestly, you put me in that position, I'm gonna crush. I'm gonna crush every single one of those 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 drafters because 
Goodness gracious, man. He's drafting in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I haven't seen a mock draft yet. Where are you drafting? The Delta Force? The Delta Force Fantasy Football League? <laughs> Scott. Delta Force. I love Scott. Uh, let's go over. Hey, Scott, hang tight. Let me go back to Blake. Blake, I apologize. Blake sat there patiently. I was like, Blake, you and I don't agree on anything. Blake, And I was talking to Scott the whole time. Blake, what, what's going on from Minnesota over there? What do you know? So, um, I, I'm not scared of Mahomes at all, but I'm just curious on why why you have uh, Mahomes over Hurts. I love both of them. I don't. When you're saying, like, how the Chiefs, how he has weapons, I feel like the Eagles have just as much weapons with DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and his running ability, too. I, I don't have Mahomes over Hurts. I was just def- I was just defending Hurts' honor when he when he was like saying he was scared of him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I do end yeah. up drafting Hurts ahead of him, uh, but I could easily convince myself to go Mahomes. Uh, Burrow in round four is better than everything. You know, Fields in round five is quickly becoming an equal to that. So give me Fields in five all day long, unless you're in in, in the data stream uh, force league. Then, then you gotta you gotta go Fields at number five overall. <laughs> but Fields in round five, six is absolutely win a league material. Burrow and four, and so I, I try to go those routes before I. It, and you gotta do that after the fact, but I just mean like I try and if the flow of draft allows me to not go Mahomes or Hurts, and I'll tell you right now, the the most the most times that I draft Jalen Hurts and I don't wait for Burrow. Or feels to find out if that's going to play out, obviously, because it's a later round, right? In round four, round five, is when I, I'm sitting there in round two. I don't like the options. They're not bad, but they're not like win a league options to me. I will go Hurts in round two to pair with Bijan. Most teams I draft early quarterback in round two is going to be with Bijan. It just happens to fall that way for me. I, it, I just tend to have both those guys when I do that. It's weird. So what are you thinking about with Allen compared to Hurts now with this whole Stephon Diggs situation? Like, you still think they're going to have that same bond connection and they're still going to be doing great and fancy? Or do you think the safer route is waiting around for a round or two for Fields? Over Fields over who? Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I, I feel, look, like I said, there there are three moves that will be more... that won't, there's, there's no more league-winning moves out there right now in my mind if I had to if I could only do one show and I could only talk about three players and that was the only thing that I was allowed to do all year long my show tomorrow my one show if I could speak to you all just one time would be on Joe Burrow round four Jameer Gibbs round four Justin Fields round five those would be the the three players that I would say guys I have a very limited amount of time here's what you need to do those are those are the moves, bro. Those are them. Those are better than Mahomes in two, better than Josh Allen in two, better than uh, Deshaun Watson in 12. I could care less. I could care less if you told me you could get Deshaun Watson in 14. It doesn't change my thinking at all because I'll still crush whatever players you're taking. I'm still going to get my team to do what I needed to do, and I'm going to have that win a league potential in fields or Joe Burrow and Jameer Gibbs. Those are the those are my three. Hey, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it Stefan Diggs that had the uh, the sideline kicking that incident that 
He's throwing a tantrum with the sideline kicking net. Wasn't that Odell Beckham? A couple years ago. Was that Odell? I forget. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was Odell Beckham. He took, a, he took his helmet and he looked Okay, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. That's why I said correct me if I'm wrong. That was Odell. Smitty, I can't find your email address. What is it? Um, just Smitty at, and then my website's thefantasyfootballshow.com. Pretty easy. Hit me there. Smitty, are you aware that they have Chris Olave on ESPN? This is ADP is forty. Yeah, yeah, it, but but That's I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think if you dra- like, I would tell people draft on ESPN and then transfer your league back over to your normal platform. The only problem is sometimes they have <laughs> yeah. players that are higher ranked than you want, and you're like, you're like Kamara, for example. Kamara might be like oh, in the yeah. fourth or fifth round still. It's like so you. You win and lose, you know, drafting over there. Yeah, I've just been, I've just been doing so great in those leagues. I've been getting Olave at like, you know, the end of the third round, and I'm pairing him with Gibbs in the yeah. top of the fourth, and it's been amazing. Well, hey boys, I'm gonna roll you all off the line here. We've been live for God, how long? We've been live two hours and eight minutes. Let me start off with Scott and first thanks Scott for being here. Scott and I got to go to Okafor and Lateral Nicholas and Carl because they haven't talked yet. So. <laughs> What? Okay, thanks, Scott. I, I'm going to study your your draft and change my entire content around this draft. <laughs> but <laughs> hold on, let me look at Scott's draft. I mean, uh, bro, it already looks like. Is this? <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm really not trying to be a jerk at all, Scott. So I'm sorry if I'm coming off that way. I'm trying my hardest. But this this looks like it was made in the eighties, bro. I, I am the revival too. Okay. <laughs> and bro, this logo looks like my, my two year old drew it. Like this is an old platform. I can tell right now. This is an old school they haven't changed their logo in like twenty years. This was out before but when, when there was dial up. This is the draft board. This is old school draft board. I can tell. It looks like Excel. Okay. I mean, it's fine. You're, what draft slot are you in? He's like, well, <laughs> what draft slot are you in? I'm the right number nine, the one that drafted Bijan first. B- it's not Bijan. It's Bijan. Scott. Your Bijan card has been revoked. <sighs> Scott, this guy, Scott. <laughs> okay. Number nine, Bijan Robinson, Stefan Diggs, Justin Fields. Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Christian Watson, Alvin Kamara, Samaji P. Ryan. Uh, I mean, it, they're good. They're you got a good team. You got a good team. I I don't mind it. I feel like I feel like Keenan Allen was really early. I don't like that. I still feel like Joe Burrow. Like, why would you take Mahomes at number three overall? What kind of what kind of pick is that when Joe Burrow's still there in four? Like, this is insane to I- me. That's because you're drafting with a bunch of elementary kids, elementary school kids here well, on data thing, when, on, on data zone. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I, I, I'd draft on data zone, too, if 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 it was uh, if I was able to take all this lunch money. But you gotta be careful. These these parents are gonna be pissed. 
Um, Bijan Diggs Fields. I would rather have you go Burrow. Let's see. One. Who took Austin Eckler at number two? Yeah, this right? is bro. Bro, are you sure? Are you sure these are real drafters? This isn't somebody this created this. This this feels like okay, a site. Well, if it feels like someone created the site to play with you, and they're all fake entries in there. What? Oh, there's JJ. I couldn't see it at first. <laughs> Number five. Where's Olave? Where's Olave at? It went in the third round. Third round. Drake Lennon was a steal. You know where you messed up? Uh, I would have taken. Where? I would have taken. Instead of, I mean, I like Fields. I love Fields, but I would have taken Jameer Gibbs instead of Fields. You would have got Joe Burrow around four. You would have Bijan, Stephon Diggs, Gibbs, Joe Burrow, Ridley, Watson, Kamara, and you'd be walking straight to the cafeteria, straight to the cafeteria to collect all these kids' lunch monies. Is I don't want two rookie running backs. Well, I, I just, uh, why? Why? What rationale do you have for that, Scott? Because we just don't know. And the problem with Gibbs is, is that he can't run between the tackles. Oh, he can't? All. Oh, he can't? So I'm not sure. That's his biggest knock. <laughs> Scott. I love Scott. Scott, I appreciate you, man. Scott, have you ever heard the science behind why Jameer Gibbs is a top 5-10 to 10 running back? The guy runs a 4-3. Uh, but, but, but Scott, have you seen the science behind why he's a between-the-tackles RB? The science behind it. There's a there's a science experiment like algorithm. Have you seen it? I I I, I just uh, you know I, what I do is I try to read. Let me show. Can I show, can I show that. it to you? Do, are you watching the screen right now? Can I show you the actual data? I'm I'm behind several seconds. Okay, I'm gonna press the button right here. It's gonna explain it, and you're gonna after the end of it, you should know why Jameer Gibbs is a top five running back. All right, ready? All right, here we go. But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top five to ten running back instead of top six to ten. It's in the data. It's in the data. Okay. Okay. I, 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 but I, I just, it's, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little leery of that. Yeah, you are. What do you, are you, do you work in quality control or in investments or banking? You're in one of those fields. No, I'm a corporate salesman. Hmm. You sound like a real uh, uh, safe, play it safe guy. But hey, look, I, Scott, you got to trust your gut. Don't listen to me. I'm wrong about things every single year. So always trust your gut. But try and try and you know, try and listen to a few of the things I'm telling you, and apply it to what you're already doing. But go take those kids' money. Just be careful. You know, you get, get some parents coming after you. You're 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 taking milk money. You're taking milk money away from kids with, in these drafts. I've never heard of this site in my entire life, bro. And by the looks of it, I knew I knew before you sent me that graphic, it was going to look like a a twelve year old mocked up the the mock draft board. 
Like, the, but hey, you're cleaning up, like you said. Why not go clean up over there? All right, Scott. I'll, I appreciate you calling anytime. I hope you didn't All take right. this as a negative experience. We had a blast. You're you're a funny guy, oh. and we appreciate you. All right. I don't. I don't think anything like that. All right. Anyway. All right. All right. Take, Later. Be good. Okay, um, final thoughts, Scuba Steve. Then I got to run. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Smitty, uh, Exhausted. what's your uh, thoughts about the, about the uh, I know you're a uh, Suns fan, what's your thoughts about the Bradley Beal trade? Okafer, you just jumped off. I was coming right to you. Uh, Bradley Beal, love it, love it. I think this is, if we don't win a, a freaking championship now, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've been waiting since... Since the Barkley days, like that's when I was a diehard Suns fan, and ever since I've been, you know, watching these these potential attempts to to bring home a championship. Uh, you know, Shaq, we've had we've had a lot of talent come to this squad, and we have nothing to show for it. If we can't do it with Beal, I don't know what what. There's there's no other shot. We have no ability to go get a championship if we can't do it when we just bought one. We just bought one, and I don't care. I'm excited about it. I could care less. This is a league where you buy a championship anyway. So you just get in line, do the same thing everybody else is doing. If we can't win, I'm super excited about it. It was a great move. I wondered if this is what, when they were getting rid of Paul, I was like, okay, they're getting rid of Paul because they're going to bring in like Damian. They're going to bring in Lillard. They're going to bring in somebody, and Beal, Beal works. I like that a lot. He's a good player. I agree. I, I just hope that all those guys can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, that, that is like a that, that is like the one thing about like about all those guys. But I mean, I, hopefully, hopefully it works out. Uh, after I would be saving this for the. Cause I know that you like to wrap up, so like uh, that's why I just figured I'd ask you. But uh, it's good talking, to you, man. And, uh, all right, man. Appreciate I'll try scuba. Bringing more topics tomorrow. You have a good night. Later, scuba. Uh, Blake. Final thoughts, Blake. Um, I I think that um that uh, we might need to be doing some more ESPN drafts. Look at these ADPs right now, and these are just absurd. Yeah. Like, they got break London at 80. I mean, this is just but wild. Can, can, can I ask you something? Are you seeing Mahomes in round one, though? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Scott, the thing it's is, like the thing about Scott that was, it was irking me and I was having a good time with it is that he acted like we were crazy, but like all he had to say was, "Hey, Smitty, the reason we're seeing I'm seeing Mahomes in the first round is I play in this weird league that no one knows about, and, and there's this weird platform where they're I'm just taking like candy from ba- from a baby over there." But instead, he's like, "Smitty, I haven't done a single mock draft where Patrick Mahomes hasn't gone in the, the top ten. You know, like as, as I have no context. I'm like, what are you talking about?" You haven't done a single mock. He's not going in round one at all. And then at the end, you dig into it, and Scott's got this elaborate story about he's playing on a league that somebody forgot to turn off, and it's just been running for 20 years. I don't think there's even people running this site. And uh, he's, you know, just plugging money away. And <laughs> I don't know, maybe I need to play on it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, ESPN, maybe we look into it. God, it's hilarious. Yeah, man. all right. Thank you, Smitty. Appreciate hey. the show, and I love it. Yeah, appreciate you, Blake. Give a great Later. Happy Father's Day if you're a father. If not, Ron, Ron will adopt you. If you just talk about the Steelers, he'll oh, adopt yeah, you. Uh huh. Go ahead. Oh, so 
I'm, I just turned 14, and I'm a humongous fantasy football fan. I've been doing it since I was nine years old, um, and I'm currently in, like, eight leagues. And I'm wondering how I can kind of get into that, that, like, that role of, you know, being helping others with fantasy football, like being more of a content creator out there, like how you have. I was taking a look, and I saw you got some degrees in that. I'm just curious on how I can get to a spot where you're at one day. Yeah, I mean, just do you know, you got to do because you, you need to, you can't, there's nothing anybody can tell you. You just got to go start creating content. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You might not even love it, um, but you got plenty of time. Like I, if this makes you motivated or helps you really see things from, and you probably won't because you're, you're a young kid. And when someone said to me when I was younger, you got your whole life ahead of you. I'm like, whatever, you old bag, you know, or, or, or they'd say something like, you know, time flies. I'm like, shut up. You know, like you just can't, you can't understand it you, and you won't, you won't fully understand it. But if, if you said, Smitty, give me everything you have right now, my whole show, my entire business, everything, like assuming I get to keep the kids and the fam and all that's going to end up being the same, you know, like, let's, let's be clear, Miss Smitty, if you're watching, <laughs> everything's got to be the same, honey. If you told me you could flip me back. With the technology that's available right now and everything, to your age, I would give you everything I have. Everything. So that should really hit home with you to understand that time is more valuable than anything in the entire world, bro. And you are you are not yeah. even scratching the surface of where you should even have begun creating something for yourself. So... Mm-hmm. um. Time is everything. Time is the most valuable commodity on planet Earth. And you, you, once you get to a certain point in life, time goes so much quicker. And, yeah. and it, you'll, you just, you'll just have to experience it, you know, but keep it on the front of your mind. What I just said, I would give you everything I have to change places with you age wise, because I would take over the world being, having that much time. It's, it's an unbelievable yeah. way to perspective to look at it. All right, bro. I appreciate it. All right. Love Let's... the show. All right, later. Later. Uh, Lateral Nicholas. Yo, Smitty, what's up? What's up? Um, so in one of my leagues, uh, I traded Dak Prescott, Cam Akers, um, and Tyreek Hill for CMC, T-Law, um, and Terry oh. McLaurin. Oh, I, I think that sounds great. Let me let me put it on screen again. Say it again. Dak? Yeah, so I traded Dak Prescott, Cam Akers, and Tyreek Hill for CMC, T-Law, and Terry McLaurin. I take that all day long. I don't care what format that's in, too, but is that in a dynasty? No, this is a redraft. One QB, man, you guys have already PPR, redrafted. I rarely ever hear of a redraft this early, so that's crazy. You guys are crazy. That's good. I like it. Uh, yeah, CMC, T. Law, McLaurin for Dak, Cam, and Cam Akers and Hill. You you blasted them to pieces, bro. If you got the CMC side, yeah. And that's even me, like a little skeptical that he stays healthy all year. You're getting T. Law over Dak. You're getting McLaurin, who's a downgrade from Hill, but like, bro, you're crushing it at the other place. Yeah. Just smash. Well, I already have uh, Garrett Wilson and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter who you have. have. 
you still yeah. crushed him, you know. Hold on one second. Gibbs and Kelsey. So. Gibbs and Kelsey. Okay, hold on one second, lateral. Yeah, uh, Lateral Nicholas is his name. Uh, Lateral Nicholas, what what part of the country you live? What's, what what state? Uh, Connecticut. He's in Connecticut, and he just ripped off somebody. Just absolutely robbed him. Yes, send send someone now. Thank you. Bye. You got ten minutes. You got ten minutes to get out of here, Lateral Nicholas. They're coming for you, bro. The veto police are on the way. Got him. Yeah, all right. Uh, lateral, lateral. I appreciate you. You blasted him, well, bro. I, I was just, I was just gonna ask. Um, so I have a lot of like wide receivers. I have Jamison Williams, Dobson, uh, Kincaid, Aaron Rodgers, and Flowers on the bench, and I have no backup uh, running back. So is there anyone out there I should get with those players? Um, no backup running backs. I love, I love going after, um. Camara and and Swift and and Pacheco and uh, Charbonnet and all those guys that you're gonna draft in like the six territory. But who who is the who's the guy you want to trade the most? Your wide receiver that you would want to trade? Um, so I have Lockett, uh, McLaurin, Dotson, Jameson Williams. Um, I keep Dotson. Probably say Lockett because I think he has the most face value. Yeah, Lockett. I mean, try and go get like a. I mean, like Dalvin Cook right now would be good. A locket for, I mean, what what running backs could he take? Locket for Madison. Locket for, you're not going to get that, but locket for um, Monty. Locket for Javante, who's hurt. Camara, like I said, um, P Ryan's interesting as well for Locket. That would be that would be fair. I don't think that'd be crazy. You could go after Khalil yeah. Herbert using Locket and. I think some would say you get ripped off, but I in your situation, I'd do it. And Herbert's probably very cheap. Yeah, there's a guy that has Herbert and Pacheco. Yeah, try that. <laughs> All right, lateral Nicholas, appreciate you. Yeah. Good job in your trade. Later, pal. All right, thank you. Where's that? All right. All right. Yeah, who's the best dude in there? Uh, what the hell's his name? Man, I love that dude. Smitty? Oh. Smitty? Yeah. Uh, Paul, appreciate your super chat. Happy Father's Day, Paul. Uh, De- Denny, I'm, I'm out of here. So, final thoughts, Denny. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, don't piss off Smitty. He's really good. He helps, he helps us out. He's, he, he's our boy. Uh, don't piss him off. Uh, I'll, I'll meet him over there in uh, Las Vegas. All right. I'll hook up with you, Denny. Denny, I'll yeah. see. I'll see you in Vegas. I need you there. I need you to make it happen. Russian collusion said Garrett Wilson draft. Um, I'll put it on my. I'll put it on my Instagram. Okay, I'll put a link to a Garrett Wilson draft on my Instagram. It'll feel feel a little slower then, but I'll put a link there. And if we don't fill it quickly, I'll put the link in a couple of the the DM chats we got. So I'll put one on the there tonight. So Russian collusion, look for it there. On my Instagram, okay? Yes, D- and I'll DM it to you. Boy. I'll DM you the link. I'll be there. I'll be there. Dude, Overcome. I'll, be there. I'll hang out. You guys are going to be like, Danny's a hot shit. And we're going to have a good Overcome. Time. You still here? Appreciate that super, that $2 super chat. I just saw that one. Uh, Vampy, uh, there's a slightly different ingredients in KC, but Mahomes is still the chef 
in the kitchen. I, I'm sorry I didn't see that either. A couple of these are coming through late. So, Vampy, appreciate you dropping that super chat. I'm not sure if I, I'm caught up on everything yet. I believe I am. Let me just go ahead and see. TMT dropped uh, the, the Mexican Coke that he was drinking. Mm. Super chat. I got that one. Mm. I think I'm all mm. caught up. Mm. Paul, appreciate you. All right, Denny, I'm out of here. Appreciate you, Denny. All right. Love you guys, man. I'll, I'll be there, man. Smitty, no. my Navy. Uh, super chat. Jesus Christ, you guys are the best. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Smitty, don't, yeah, you guys, don't piss off Smitty because he's my boy. All right, Denny. I don't like that. Denny, All later. Right, uh, guys, I'll be in later, Vegas. Then. I'll be in Vegas July 15 at Circus Sports at Stadium Swim outside with a big, huge pool uh, and, and big, huge screens that are like the size of like three drive-in movie theaters. It's crazy, the screens. I'll be there. I want everybody to be there. I'm live streaming the Scott Fishbowl. I'm live streaming during three Scott Fishbowl drafts for charity. Uh, so I'll see you all live on my channel. I'll be live in Vegas on Friday and Saturday. My show will be, I'll do all my shows. You know me, I'm going to be roaming around Vegas during the graveyard shift. We won't do mock drafting or drafting because I'll be walking around, but I'll be walking around like Vegas doing the, the, the show. So Friday and Saturday, there'll be interesting shows because I'll be in Vegas the entire time. Uh, Ron, any final thoughts? Um. Nope. Man, Scott Scott was a trip, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was a fun show tonight. Yeah, Scott was. I like Scott. I hope Scott's watching. I like Scott a lot. Scott's great. But just the way he would come go about certain things, like I'm telling you, he's going in the round, like he's trying to convince me that you know that that Mahomes slipped into round 180p, and I wouldn't know it, you know, without giving us any of the like obvious you know, context of, well, I'm drafting on a, you know, archaic platform that uh, only works on Mozilla Firefox and you have to have a Hotmail email address in order to access the draft. <laughs> I couldn't believe he he, he was uh, worried about my home. Yeah. I just, I love Scott. Mark Cleveland in the house. Oh, Mark. Mark, dial in real quick. Mark Cleveland. Mark hasn't been around God, I haven't seen. Dial in right here, Mark. Dial into the show real quick. I need Mark Cleveland. We need more Mark Cleveland in our lives. What's he been doing back there? Uh, I love Cleveland to show up in Vegas. Where has he been? He's been tending to the fields. I'll wait for him for a minute. I know you might be busy, Mark, but if you're in here, please, please dial in real quick. Man, Mark Cleveland. There's some of these, these names I see that I haven't seen in a while. And, and, you know, as many people that come through here, sometimes I'm forgetful to remind people and nudge people and go looking for people. And I did call Mark Cleveland that one time live on the show because I hadn't seen him in a while. But we haven't seen him really since that show. So very, very glad to see him. This man, Mozilla Firefox. Yeah, anybody have a Hotmail email address still? I think Scott might. All right, uh, Ron, I'm out of here. All righty. We'll talk to you later, Smitty. Later. Later, chat. Yeah, I don't know if you can access that draft zone from uh, from uh, anything but a BlackBerry device. It's a BlackBerry app only. You got to have a BlackBerry. Getting, getting time to roll. Appreciate you, Mark. The phone line is open real quick if you need to dial in. If you don't, it's okay. 
I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you. And if you don't call, that's no problem. You do not have to call. I'm going to hit the outro and I'll just sit here for a second. Appreciate every single one of you. Let's ride. Brees Hall season, baby. Um, what do I want to hit? Let's hit the four horsemen. The four horsemen. Drafting chase in round one. Hall in two. Burrow in three. London in four. Try Gibbs in three. Burrow in four. Wilson in two. No problem. Combinations of these monsters will give your league mates nightmares, especially B. John one. Alavi two. Burrow three. And Gibbs four. Don't lie. You just made an oopsie in your pants, didn't you? Ride for horses at the same time, the four horsemen. Peace out, everybody. Appreciate you all. Thank you, Blackbeard. Thank you, Pal Derby. Pal Derby in the building. Appreciate you, pal. You've got mail. Hold on. I think Scott emailed me. You've got mail. Scott just sent me his draft. You've got mail. Mailbox full. 12 megabytes. Exceeds account BlackBerry account limit. Please log back into your BlackBerry to view the draft. You've got mail.